Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. You should celebrate yourself every day. But some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hi, everyone, and welcome once again to History Dweeps. My name is Tim. Welcome to the podcast where we take a lighthearted look at the dark side of history. And the topic of our podcast today is Life and Death of Roy Sullivan. Roy Sullivan was an interesting character who had um, a uh, issue with lightning. And we're going to talk about his many... Uh, uh, Actually, interactions I, with the I believe lightning had an issue with him too. yeah he attracted lightning. I believe God had an issue with this man he didn't live <laughs> a clean life to me uh, uh, so this is a really special episode because we are very happy and excited to have a very special celebrity guest star on our uh, podcast uh, it is probably the funniest man in podcasting today ricky from the podcast squirm how you doing ricky yeah really good celebrity that's the first time you, i've ever been called a celebrity oh dude your podcast is hilarious I you make, you make chuck noise. even sound good i you know i will i will i will say this i have never never listened to a podcast a, an episode and i loved a whole series but good, that good. this the shit presence episode do you like that oh my Oh I my just God, could not make hilarious. my way through it. Guys, that's I mean, my I... life. That's my life. You're, you're walking my <laughs> life. That's the pain I go through. My poor mother. <laughs> and, well, and, between that and the peeing on yourself, that was a good one too. Well, no, I lo- but I love the way that you, that you qualified everything by, now I'm not having a go at my mama here. I'm not having a go at her. She's a lovely woman. And then you would say, how terrible she was <laughs> exactly exactly it's but running her up for the shotgun moment so so she does get the shotgun but he's saying sorry to mum before she gets shot <laughs> yes yeah, so, oh my god so if you want to if you if you're listening to this podcast and you want to hear a funny podcast find squirm on there and and i i suggest i would suggest starting with the ship presence because it gets you get to know ricky real well when you when you listen to that <laughs> it's hilarious every episode i listen I, I i of course listen through them all but on when i was on vacation i it was one day in uh, costa rica it was just pouring the rain and i was stuck in my hotel room you know i had like you know i had nothing to do and everything uh, turned the tv on everything's in spanish so i said i'm just going to turn on podcast and i listened i binged to squirm and i was laughing so fucking loud that people probably thought i was crazy in a hotel but we love your podcast, Ricky. Thank it's you so much, man. guys. I really appreciate it. And thanks for taking the time out to uh, give me your embarrassing stories as well, because they were uh, 
very dark and very interesting. Yeah, you know, I, I, I'm trying to keep the one, like my, yourself, Tim. I'm trying to keep that episode that I did away from my mom because she's a pod, she's 86 <laughs> years old and she listens to our podcast, so I, you know she's probably used to it by now. But you I'm know, sure I she tried knows to keep you, away. I, I, I'm <laughs> sure she knows your dark ways. Obviously, she brought you into the world, my friend. So you can't hide from mother. <laughs> yeah, I tried, but you know, I try to keep the fact that you know all the brothel talk away from her, but. Um, She's pretty smart, so I think she saw through it. I think that would be advisable, to be honest. I'm surprised you let the whole world hear about the brothel story. But but I did enjoy it. It was it was creepy, but I loved it. <laughs> Timmy's got one of those cards, you know, that you use at the grocery store where you just swipe it and you get, like, points. discounts. For, yeah, points. Yeah, points. Yeah, points. Yeah. It's a bit like Tesco over got in the UK, a little Tesco's point card. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> yeah. Have you got like one of those for brothels, have you, Tim? I, you know, I do, and uh, <laughs> I got a rewards card and um, membership you know, stand. <laughs> every fifth hook of free, Timmy. We're we're connecting with Ricky uh, from the UK on on Skype, and uh, I told Chuck that he had to use his Skype account because I said, you know, I got. Um, hookers from all over the world that will be sending me messages if oh I appear. Dear Lord. <laughs> That's genius. That is brilliant. <laughs> so we're trying to avoid that. Yeah, you would avoid that, especially. Um, I'm half right. inclined to find out who your mother is to get her in contact, so she doesn't listen <laughs> oh, to that episode. No, 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 no. <laughs> we, she lives in denial, I think. So it's, she it's, does. I like to keep, she does. Yeah. <laughs> she does, because we bring it up almost every episode, your, your proclivity for the working ladies. I try to, Ricky, I try to support uh, single parents. I'm doing my best, buddy. <laughs> All right. I'm also joined by, of course, the uh, most dangerous man in podcasting today, a man who is known uh, uh, for, as being a moral compass, a man who is known as an oasis in the desert of despair, the one and only, the Reverend Colonel Charles Beauregard Hawkwaters III, affectionately known as the Southern Gentleman. How are you today, Colonel? I'm not good, Timmy. I'm what's, not good. what's wrong? You made me get up at 9 o'clock in the morning and be down here this early. I'm, I'm used to recording. Oh, yeah, I know. Chuck usually comes to work at midday. so I like to live a rock star lifestyle. I, I, I keep on a rock star time schedule. I see. But uh, they they had me out for you that and Joe birthday Walsh. party. Yeah, me and Joe Walsh. A lazy but lifestyle. Life's, life's been good to him. <laughs> it ain't been good to me so far. But uh, no, I'm doing good, Timmy. I'm I'm happy to be here and happy to be here with Rick. Yeah. Okay, Ricky, we're going to start. You uh, you excited to talk about the life of Roy Sullivan? I'm the very human excited. I've been briefed. I'm ready to go. Uh, Excellent. Let's do it. All right. So... Um, there's actually a field of medicine, Colonel, uh, dealing with lightning stripes, uh, lightning stripes, lightning strikes, and it's called coronopathy. 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 Yeah. They should name it something easier than that. Yeah, something we can pronounce. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> like with one, one two syllables at the or something. Most, yeah. yeah. Anyway, it deals with the effect of uh, lightning on the human body. One bolt of lightning, uh, Ricky can. Uh, is as hot as 50,000 degrees Fahrenheit. I don't know what that is. That's, no, that's really the, hot. I, that's amazingly hot. That's yes. roughly what Renee cooked the turkey at last Thanksgiving, Timmy. <laughs> 50,000 degrees Fahrenheit. It was done in like three minutes. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, 
I told her it doesn't when it's smoking, <laughs> when when the turkey screams for mercy, that's when it's time. It's done. Yeah, it's roughly five times hotter than the surface of the sun. (laughs) That's pretty much how she cooks. (laughs) And that's pretty hot, man. You know, it looked like that alone by itself would kill you. But on top of that, um, the heat causes this explosive shock wave. And that's what we hear when, you know, when we hear thunder. That's what that that is. It's a shock wave. And, you know, that can uh, injure you uh, or you can get hit by, like, flying debris yeah, so it's not a good deal. I mean, you know, you don't want to get hit by lightning. That's our lesson for today. Yeah, the takeaway from today is avoid lightning strikes yeah, if you can. Whenever possible. <clears throat> um, so I've got a lot of stuff what the, uh, about what lightning does for you, but the uh, most important thing to remember is it can do a hell of a lot of damage. It can kill you. And, Colonel... It can make you empty your bowels right on the spot. <laughs> it, what, it can. It can cause involuntary bowel movements. And, uh, Ricky, I know that's sort of a... <laughs> yeah, that, that, a Eric. <laughs> that is a favorite pastime of mine, you know? <laughs> Anything to do with bodily fluids. Not, not in a sexual format, gents. Not in a sexual format. Well, just involuntary. It's just involuntary. It has happened many occasions. You're, you're here... <laughs> Through more podcasts that, that I've done it on quite a few occasions. I'm a serial offender. Uh, I have a Ricky. I have an uncle. Yeah. Who uh, who who liked he 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 liked his whiskey. Okay. And uh, he used to call it a triple crown night. And a triple crown night was when he would come home, throw up, urinate, and soil himself in one night. He's, he's a guy who would love to buy a beer. That, that's my type of guy. Yeah. <laughs> that's a red-letter day, man. That, that's it. That's it. That's a trifecta. There. And he'd get up and be just proudly called. I, I had a triple crown last night. I was like, holy shit. He, I found myself a new hero, gents. <laughs> yeah. He actually, this is the same uncle who, uh, when, when I was a kid, took me to a, a Dodgers game out in Los Angeles and was telling me about the karate he knew <laughs> and and did a karate jump onto the escalator, except the, <laughs> the escalator was not moving, and he was expecting it to be moving, and he tumbled down to the bottom of the escalator. Wow. <laughs> yeah. You know, when, when you swore yourself, you know, it, it. there's no, you know, that's a high bar then. You can embarrass yourself all you want. You exactly. Exactly. No, the ambulance had to come and take him away. The man got like 65 stitches because those things got teeth. Oh, Some bitch hit yeah. every step on the way down. <laughs> And it, you know, I'm sure you were proud. I, I was just like, what the? Because I was with my other uncle who was who was not concerned. He was aggravated. Uh-huh. He was like, this son of because it was my uncle Harold. And he was like, this son of a bitch. Every time we go somewhere, he does something stupid like this. And, you know, I'm a kid. I'm traumatized. I'm seeing him laying in there at the bottom bleeding. My other uncle, he don't give a shit. He's just like, God <laughs> He's embarrassed it. by it. Can't no, he's not he embarrassed. Can't. He's just a, sh- a, a bit... Um, gutted that he's been upstaged by the funnier uncle. That, that's the issue there. <laughs> no, it's it, it held us up. It was making us late. <laughs> so he's that's going to worry he was going to miss the first pitch of the game or something. The game was over. Oh, okay. We were leaving, but now we couldn't drive home. We had to wait for the ambulance oh, to get this son of a bitch. I know. It's better just to uh, leave him. All right. So we're, we're, I'm saying it's, uh, talk, we're talking about lightning because um, the, the topic of our podcast, Roy Sullivan, 
He's a man that was struck by lightning, uh, well, officially seven times, but there was some unofficial, I don't know how, you know. <laughs> I don't, it's pretty fucked up to get struck by lightning and not get credit there for it. There was some undocumented. <laughs> there were some that could not be verified. Right. So we're going to talk about his life. And Ricky, um, I don't know if you've ever listened to the show, but Chuck is uh, someone, and what uh, she's, he's described by our other co-host, Brandy, as the third asshole guy. Nice, nice, very nice. <laughs> and what that Charmer. she's referring to is like, you ever met someone and they uh, they start telling you a story? Like uh, her example is, hey, I, listen, I got a great story for you. I've got two assholes. And then there's always someone in the crowd will say, oh, that's nothing. I've got three assholes. <laughs> yeah, 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 well, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. <laughs> oh, wait. Yeah so, Chuck, yeah, so Chuck is the third asshole guy because this guy actually... I actually have met this man that we're talking about. But oh. I met him before he, he had his seventh strike. I was just a kid. We were down in, Smoke, down in the Smoky Mountains, which is a big you know, mountain park here. And we, my, my stepdad started talking to the man, and they get into it. And uh, we all thought he was bullshitting. We thought he was lying to us. But the man had been struck. Now, at this point, he'd only been struck six times. I was only 12 years old. He still had another strike in him, um, which I missed. Um, he didn't get struck with, you know, while we were there, which that would have been cool. You know, he used to wait around long enough. Yeah, know. but we thought he was lying. Who right. in the hell could get struck by lightning six times and still be alive? He, he, well, I who in the hell accidentally meets this guy? I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah I told you. That's, that's, I, that's I the question. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, well, yeah, we didn't think it was, it was, it was blue skies. Had it been cloudy, we'd have run away. Um, but, but the only thing I remember from this whole thing is that him telling me one time it, it knocked him out and he woke up in his, uh, he had soiled himself. Yes. But his his zipper was welded shut. On his pants. From the so lightning his trousers, his lips. So he could not take his pants off because he could not undo his zipper. <laughs> so This guy's this guy's life is really so sad. Like, it was like a melted nappy then. <laughs> Exactly. I believe you guys call it a diaper, don't you? So yes, be, yeah, 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 melted diaper. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what they do with the guys in the electric chair is they pack their ass with cotton. Wow. So they don't shit all over themselves. And this guy, that probably what he needed to do just all the time, just pack his ass up real good with some cotton. Yeah, that would suck to have to have that job of cleaning up after someone's been executed. <laughs> yeah, it, will, yeah, it wouldn't be the most well, ideal the, job. That's why they pack them real good. Yeah, I can just see this old, little old lady coming in with her broom and her, you know. <laughs> and her mop. <laughs> Cussing. Some bitch had to have corn for his last meal. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we're going to talk about Roy uh, Sullivan. Roy Cleveland Sullivan was born on February 7, 1912, Ricky, in Greene County, Virginia. Have you ever been to the U.S., Ricky? I have indeed. I'm probably going to upset a few people, but I've been to New York once before, um, and it was like an aggressive London. It wasn't my cup of tea, I'm afraid. I'd love to visit the States again, but just definitely not New York, I'm afraid. Yeah, New York is a, a, uh, you know, it's like any big city anywhere in the world. Yeah, we'd love for you to come to Cincinnati because you'll see more of the real real america yeah i I would love that i I think obviously new york is london on steroids in my opinion 
I was just too yeah. young and I couldn't keep up. That was a problem. And I couldn't drink I at the time, which was devastating for me because I was below the age of 21, which oh, was difficult yeah, for me. Like... We were allowed to drink at 18 over here. So, um, and I've got a little bit of a confession to make, actually, gents, as well. Oh, I had a very heavy night last night, so I'm really happy that you can't <laughs> see me on this Skype call when it's just audio. All right, can we ask the, 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 the $64,000 question? Did you soil yourself last <laughs> No, no, I was fortunate. However, my best friend did fall asleep, and I, I, I can prove photo documentation of this. He fell asleep. Well, he actually passed out on my uh, sofa with an egg crest sandwich still in his throat. Um, so I was trying to remove it with a spoon so he didn't choke. Um, and that's a true story. And I've got a picture. Rosanna and Ben are ultra happy about my little story. Oh, we would love to post that on our Facebook. That, that's, that's exactly it. Um, yeah, and he had a, I don't know if you call it a feast in the US, you know the ice cream. He got it from a service station on the way yeah. home. And he managed sure. to paint his whole T-shirt with it as well. So it's a good call. <laughs> but never have I seen anyone have half-eaten food in in, in their windpipe where it, to the point it's dangerous. Oh yeah, yeah. You can. We we've done a couple uh, podcasts with celebrities who've died by they throw <laughs> yeah. up and they, yeah. Well, my friend's yeah. definitely not a celebrity. He's a complete idiot. But I love him to bits. <laughs> We'd love to see that picture. You have to, we'll I'll, have to post Guys, that. I will get it sent across later on, I promise you. Awesome, awesome. He looks a bit like Ivan Drago, <laughs> but a ginger version. Oh, no, right, not I'll a ginger. Out. Yeah, you the ginger. You can't drinking with the gingers. <laughs> yeah. Well, he doesn't really? smell musky, because apparently I bumped into someone, and they told me ginger people smell musky. Uh, they were very odd. <laughs> uh, Chuck has a whole history with uh, gingers. Yeah, uh, we, I made a remark one day about gingers on a on a podcast, and did not realize how many gingers existed in the world. A ginger warrior is my friend. Gingers come in two types: very placid or very angry. Um, I got I got the angry ones. Yeah, yeah I can imagine. Yeah, yeah. I, I got the angry ones. Oh, yeah. and I've been apologizing to gingers ever since. <clears throat> Yeah, he 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 kind of, he had made some comment about something that just negative, some kind of joke about gingers, and oh, our page lit up with people who were saying, you know, my daughter is a ginger. Yeah, yeah, you <laughs> wow. thought I was talking about wow. people with disabilities or something. I was just. I just said gingers. They so don't have souls. If you mention ginger, it's, it's going to blow up just when Trump got elected. Exactly the same. <laughs> if you enter ginger territory, good luck to <laughs> yeah. you. I've, I've yeah. stayed impartial. I've just said the word ginger. I haven't, I haven't. Well, the correct terminology, so I'm politically correct in the UK. Yeah, you're, you're strawberry safe. blonde. You're strawberry blonde. That's what they like it, to be referred there to. There you go. There, there we go. go. So I've, I've got us out of hot water there, gents. Thank, thank you. A strawberry blonde friends. Thank you, Rick. So your strawberry, uh, strawberry blonde, blonde friend, yeah, <laughs> was covered with food, uneaten food, basically. Yeah, that's no, not covered. Basically, he's covered his whole t-shirt with the ice cream, but the egg crest sandwich is actually being chewed, <laughs> but left in his mouth. It's semi-digested, but is breathing quite heavily. And I'm on a telephone call to one of my other friends uh, because I don't want to disturb him because he's he's a big old lad. He's about six foot three and about twenty stone of muscle. So I devised this plan to go in the kitchen drawer to get the spoon to flick it out. But before I could, he rolled over and it sort of dribbled on my carpet, which I was well impressed with. 
Um, so oh it, it's God. average night, really, but I'm sweating quite a lot. I'm in a confined <laughs> space, and uh, yeah, I, I feel like I'm going to undress because you can't see me. <laughs> Well, you had—you sound like you had a quite the night last. Night. Yes, yes, it's just an average night, I'm afraid. I'm, <laughs> I'm a terrible human being. What can I say? Oh my god. Okay, then uh, Roy. Roy was the oldest of six children born to his parents, Ronald and Elizabeth Sullivan. Uh, they were poor, but they—they they made an honest living uh, through farming in Northern Virginia. Uh, lightning struck early in Roy's life, Colonel. <laughs> His mother was, remember I said there was a couple times that was not, they couldn't verify to document. This is one of them. His mother was struck by lightning in the summer of 1911 <laughs> when she was pregnant carrying Roy. <laughs> this motherfucker. <laughs> He's not even on her in the womb. <laughs> this guy is unbelievable. I feel for this guy. This is, this is painful to listen to. <laughs> Uh, Elizabeth, was uh, his mother was going to the barn to feed chickens when she was struck in the arm and on her stomach by lightning. So it's going after him early. Yeah. God's like, you know, this is, a, uh, wait a minute, yeah. I fucked up here, this is a mistake. <laughs> you know, Let me call that one back. Well, maybe he had too many gingers out there, Jimmy. He was trying to You better just be careful. Chuck, please, 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 Chuck, <laughs> please. Please. I'm already hated. Don't make me hate it anymore, please, my friend. <laughs> or, you know what? Maybe the guy was a brown haired guy and all the lightning strike turned him into a ginger. And may have met him. <laughs> so, anyway, Elizabeth was, uh, the, his mother uh, was startled not only because of the strike, but also. Uh, <laughs> well, I guess that would startle <laughs> Yeah, it, it is kind of startling. Uh, it was a clear summer afternoon. There was no clouds <laughs> in the sky. And she was just struck by lightning uh, walking in her backyard. Um, of course, she was uh, frightened not only for herself, but also for her unborn son, Roy, who was, you know, she was pregnant. She was six months pregnant with him at the time. So uh, her husband and, and Roy's father, Ronald, took, the, uh, took, took his wife uh, to town. And this is 1911, so there's no, you know, automobiles available, or they were, they were very limited. So uh, the town, the doctor was like, the town doctor was like 17 miles away. So he had to take her there in a buggy with a, you know, a horse-drawn buggy. And um, he put her in the back, took, uh, you know, he was afraid at this point he was going to lose his wife and daughter, right? Because sometimes... I'd have been afraid more than that. You get struck by lightning out of a clear blue sky. I don't know if he even wanted to be around a woman no more. (laughs) (laughs) You're on your own. (laughs) I'll take it. Here, I'm going to load this horse and buggy up. And just go straight into town. I ain't going with your ass. <laughs> you done. I'll be trailing. I'll be trailing behind. You done something to displease the Lord. I don't know what it is, but uh, I ain't getting involved with your battle with the with, with our Lord and Savior. Well, it turns out when he when they got he got his wife Elizabeth to the doctor, and um, doctor uh, treated him and 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 uh, looked her over. Uh, he said that she was fine, um, that although um, she was lucky the lightning didn't kill her, he told her that uh, her and her unborn son should be, should be fine. And, Colonel, get this, this medical advice. He told her that, look at the bright side. You will never have to fear lightning again because, as we all know, lightning never strikes the same place <laughs> twice. 
Which so is he lied. To me. Yeah, it is. So the doctor actually lied, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He's nice a quack. Guy. Nice guy. Um, Elizabeth uh, <laughs> wisely took little comfort in this prognosis. Uh, however, a few months later, on February the 7th, 1912, Roy Cleveland Sullivan was born a healthy baby boy weighing in at 8 pounds and 11 ounces. That's a big baby right there. Now, it is. I'm th- sorry, I was, should have done the conversion. Was he wise. number six? Uh, you know, I don't know. I have to go back and look. The Tell woman me. had six because by that time, 8 pounds ain't a big baby. Yeah, he spit well, that son of a bitch out like a watermelon seed. Just <laughs> there, there you go. <laughs> Your thighs get, yeah, you get yeah, you know, just baby making thighs. <laughs> After six, kid, it looks like somebody hits you with a hatchet. Down you know there, the problem so. is uh, with the podcast doing with the three of us. We have no female in the voice in the room to tell us when we've never well, shut well, the well, fuck we've up. gone past the line. I can tell you, gentlemen, we're well past the line. We're looking back at the line. We're, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. We are literally cycling away at top speed. Away well, I mean, they line. didn't have C-sections back then, so it didn't matter how big the baby was. You just had to push that thing out through there. And, you know, sometimes you reach a point of no return. I think they had C-sections. C-sections back then. 1912? Yeah, because I think it was, well, I don't know, but that's how Julius Caesar was born. That's why they named it C-section. Oh, really? Yeah, that's why I read it somewhere. Well, shit, I, I saw know. that on Wikipedia. <laughs> Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah. Saw a meme. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I saw a meme. Saw some meme somewhere. Well, okay, I, I take, for any women I may have offended that have six kids, uh, I'm sorry. You know, it's, yeah. I'm just thinking, yeah, you're just being. An I'm idiot. just thinking medically. I mean, just medically. That's all. Chuck, you know, with the, Chuck, with the amount of apologies you're making, I feel like I'm attending some sort of AA meeting. <laughs> you, 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 that's my, the third one already, my friend. It's gingers. <laughs> it's women with six kids. What's going on? You've invited me on here, and I feel like I'm just destroying myself. <laughs> Yeah, you'll see those downloads start to dwindle. You'll, you'll get the experience that we have every time. I'm about we to look pull the plug, uh, gents. I'm not going to lie. I'm about to pull the plug. <laughs> yeah. yeah, strangely, being a guest host on our show has not really helped anybody climb to the top. <laughs> yeah, they quickly disavow us as soon as they get, as soon as people start complaining. All right. Okay, so. Um, so he's born. He's a big kid, eight pounds, eleven ounces. Uh, now, throughout his childhood, Roy developed <laughs> what I have written here, <laughs> which is an uh, irrational fear of thunderstorms. And I'm not sure how irrational that is. Pretty goddamn rational to me. <laughs> it's definitely rational. It's not irrational in any shape or form. I feel for Roy. Roy's dead. Roy. Dude, yeah. my cat does that. If it starts, if it's a, if, if there'll be like no cloud in the sky and my cat will start going nuts climbing the walls and shit and i'm thinking it's you know possessed or something and a few minutes later it start raining to beat hell it's like oh, really? they, yeah they have a uh sixth synth or so and that's what uh that's what happens with our friend roy here. <laughs> um uh throughout his childhood um his mother would find him hiding in the closet sometimes hours before anyone would see the first cloud. Don't let who get me, mama. That's pretty fucked up. It's like this poor little kid. And I can't go to school today, mama. It's going to rain. <laughs> poor oh, bastard. God. And by that time, he'd only been struck once. Yeah. Well, no, I, yeah. He don't, and he didn't, you know, it was when he was, before he was born. So at this point, he's <laughs> yeah. just, 
He's got this sense that, you know. <laughs> Things are not going to work out well for him. <laughs> not a big fan of the lightning. <laughs> you know, my dog will stand out in a lightning storm. He don't give a shit, really? Rudy. No, yeah. he'll, he'll stand out there all day. Do you have any pets, uh, Ricky? Pardon? Do you have any pets? Uh, no, I couldn't be trusted with animals, I'm afraid. <laughs> uh, it's not that I've got any, like, the police aren't after me or the RSPCA in the UK. It's just that I'm, I'm just not favourable. Uh, a person like myself who struggles to look after themselves wouldn't be responsible for Well, you're, for you're too busy getting... But, but uh, hold on, just to be clear, you, you have a child? I do indeed, yes. Okay. Yes, <laughs> yes, 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 so yeah. They yeah, don't trust you with a dog, but your child's okay. Yeah, no, she's perfectly fine. Um, her mother's a great parent. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, it makes one of you, right? <laughs> Roseanne, I believe Roseanne might brag about your baby every once in a while. So yeah, she's an absolute superstar. She's a very pretty little girl, and she's very smart, unlike myself. I'm a simple man. She takes after <laughs> her mother in a lot of ways, so she's very fortunate. Um, you know, Ricky, when my boys, I had twin boys that got scholarships to go to college, and uh, that's when I realized that Mama had cheated on me. That uh, those were not my boys <laughs> because they got scholarships. Because they got scholarships to college. Wow, not my son. What was it? Yeah, what was it? DNA test and stuff like that. Did you carry one of yeah. those out? Did you go on a talk show? Or? <laughs> I wanted to. I was like, oh, I'm not pretty sure they're not mine at all. Those boys can't play baseball, and they got straight A's. Those now, my youngest son, he dumber than a goddamn brick, and he can play baseball like you would not believe. I know that boy's mine. Exactly. But the other yeah, two, it's, it's a bit like myself. I'm quite good at sport, um, but I'm terrible with everything else. Uh, <laughs> But I'm not a sportsman. I talk rubbish for a living. So a bit like podcasting. Really. <laughs> That's kind of like uh, Chuck does on this podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah similar, similar. I, I don't have to apologise as much as Chuck, but it's interesting. <laughs> well, I'll be apologising more. I'll be, there'll be more apologies. I'm getting good at that. Yeah, I'm going to be married 30 years this month, Ricky. I'm going to. I, I have the apology down. Of course. Well, I need some advice because, obviously, I struggle with uh, females because I am highly offensive. So if you could let me know where to draw the line and the apologies because that's where I, I fall down, really. I, I, I would what? advise you to take advice from any other human being on Earth before you take it from Chuck. <laughs> no, it would be interesting. Come? It would be interesting. I could tell it would take an even further downward spiral if I was to take his advice. But I'm quite a dark and sinister man, so I'd quite enjoy it for, for a couple of weeks. Well, no, I can't tell you how to do the relationship part of it. I can just tell you how to do the apology part of it. That, that would be brilliant. Just just let me know. I think that part of my brain was removed, you know, the empathy side of things. So <laughs> things that women find really insulting, I find highly amusing. So, oh, well, you're perfect for this podcast. There we go. <laughs> All right, so uh, Roy would hide in his closet. His mother would find him <laughs> hiding, and uh, she would ask him what was wrong, and he would say, you know, I'm... Uh, he was scared of the uh, of the lightning, and like I said, there would be no no clouds in the sky. But he 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 could kind of sense it. This was before they were like the radar, you know. So he did, he couldn't check his phone to find out weather dot com or whatever. He was you know he had this sixth sense. This motherfucker when he went to bed at night, he was looking under his bed for oh, lightning. Jesus. <laughs> He just um, the doctors he wasn't worried about monsters. It's like <laughs> no, no, he's worried about lightning light. under my bed. Doctors <laughs> were uncertain how he had this uncanny ability to sense 
a thunderstorm. <laughs> it didn't do him a damn bit of good. But they explained it like uh, the doctor told her it was he had some sort of you know extra sensory perception that uh, like birds and some farm animals have, like my fucking cat. <laughs> uh, when he was seven years old, Roy was helping his father cut wheat in the field when a thunderbolt struck the blade of the uh, sickle he was using, uh, but it didn't injure him. However, it led to him soiling his underwear <laughs> and his jean overalls. <laughs> now I'm laughing at the man, but I don't know that... Well, he's a little boy. boy. He's seven years know, old. I don't know that I would be above soiling myself <laughs> if I struck my sickle. Because, you know, he looked like a little baby Grim Reaper going through that thing. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, lightning strike. Apparently, he caught, like, the whole field on fire. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker's causing the family to lose it. seven years old. <laughs> ain't gonna eat that winter. <laughs> I wouldn't let him in the field. I did, I had to put this son bitch up for adoption. <laughs> or, or keep him in a cupboard. <laughs> yeah, keep him in exactly. a cupboard. Yeah, well, a small you know, one. Yeah. It's Just, like when you drop off uh, uh, at the fire station uh, or at the orphanage or something. <laughs> no, it's a fire station. The safety out. things. Now you can take the kids there. And what better place to have him than at the fire station? <laughs> you don't want to, yeah, you want to knock on the that door, is... though, if you're leaving him in a basket because he's outside too long. <laughs> <laughs> Just come out and find a bunch of ashes and a shitty kid. <laughs> Smoldering. <laughs> I, got, I got a charcoal kid with a bunch of shit in a basket. <laughs> so. uh. Uh, at the time, when he got struck by lightning, his parents did not have enough money to take him to the town's doctor. So his mother took care of him by care, care for him at home by uh, putting him in a cold bath and changing his soiled <laughs> underwear. <laughs> that's nice of her. That's, that's, what, that's what your mama does. And, you know, you. By, but, you know, you think by the time your kid's seven years old, you've got, about, you know, you've got beyond that a part of parenting where you have to change the diaper and change, you know, but apparently not. <laughs> not with this kid. Uh in a few few short days, though, Roy was good as new. <laughs> Until the next time. <laughs> Although he continued to have an irrational fear of thunderstorms, he loved the outdoors. Ricky, he would love to go fishing and hunting, and he only uh, but he would only stay in the house when he sensed that there was a thunderstorm brewing. Roy graduated uh, from high school in 1930. And uh, it's typical of the time then. It's like pretty much, I guess, now. After uh, folks graduate from high school, they usually end up getting a job and getting married. But uh, Roy didn't do that. He stayed at home to help his parents on the farm. Remember, this is 1930, so this is is the Great Depression. Dust Bowl, right. Great Depression going on. Um, Even though he wanted to uh, strike out on his own, there were no job opportunities available for young able-bodied lightning prone men <laughs> yeah. at the time i don't know how able-bodied surprisingly <laughs> what's that ricky i said that's surprising that no one wanted to employ this guy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he tried to work at the gas station <laughs> oh yeah that would not have been a good yeah. thing him pumping gas <laughs> yeah <laughs> working at the working at the fireworks station uh. <laughs> This was the height of the Great Depression, as I said, and Roy and his family went, uh, you know, they were struggling. Sometimes they didn't have enough to eat. Yeah, because he burned all the crops down. It is Roy's Yeah, it didn't help. He's only got himself to blame. He needs to go home and look in the mirror. It was definitely all of his fault. 
even at seven years old. <laughs> Teach him a lesson. Yeah, that's exactly it. Bastard. <laughs> In the summer of 1933, Roy joined the CCC, which was the Civilian Conservation Corps. It was a part of the New Deal progr- uh, programs uh, instituted by President uh, Roosevelt to uh, help people help uh, the country uh, recover from the Great Depression. So it was a large public works project uh, intended to promote in- environmental uh, issues and to build good citizenship. So Roy took a job planting trees. And <laughs> <laughs> so he decided to become a lightning rod. Yeah. Exactly. In a, in a most dangerous environment. Obviously, we all know what happens when lightning hits yeah, trees. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He thought this would be a good idea to work yeah, out Yeah, Roy's not the brightest, it? is he? I'm a simple man, but Roy, Roy was well, even simpler. Poor old Roy. He has his moments of brightness when the lightning hits him. <laughs> Some bitch glows Comes like he Now, this is a true story, Ricky. This is this is a cautionary tale. I don't know if you play golf, Rick. No, I don't. Uh, Sadly not. I know I'm English, but, I, uh, yeah, it's, it's too slow well, I used, for me. I used to play, and I gave it up. But now this is a true story. It happened five miles from my house. We got this golf course, and a storm rolled in. It was one of those, you know, just kind of rolling upon you. And a husband and wife uh, were, hot, you know, they went and took shelter in the woods. And uh, they decided, you know, they was young. They decided to get a little bit romantical down in the woods there. So they having sex then, yeah? They were, they were, they were, there was banging uglies there. <laughs> banging and, uglies, uh, I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> and they got struck by lightning. The tree that he, he, he apparently had leaned up against a tree. Good which work. Is, you know, I guess the Good best work. position yeah, to do it in. Strong position. It is. It is. I guess. Uh, but lightning struck the tree. Right. And a friend of mine who was a policeman told me that they was welded together. No. Yeah. Couple, oh, yeah. The couple was welded. The couple were welded together. Wow. I, just, I mean, you you know, how'd you, how'd you like well, to mean, feel that? I mean, if you're going to go. I mean, you're just like, oh, baby. Oh, oh there you go. Oh, 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 oh. The <laughs> important question is, was he able to finish before though? I imagine he finished. <laughs> I imagine he finished. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I imagine he never you finished the game. Yourself. I'm, I'm, you know, I imagine. <laughs> they finished the game. <laughs> I imagine that poor bastard that looked like a hot dog that you put in a microwave for like three minutes too long. Uh-huh. You know how they just explode. In the UK, we call the... that the toad in the hole. Which is like a sausage. I don't know if you're aware of it. The toad in the hole is that what it is? So that's what I believe it would have looked like. So so this killed him then, you're saying? Well, yeah, it killed him. (laughs) (laughs) When you're welded together to another person, you generally dead. Maybe they they survived it or something. Yeah, I I, I was on the survival side. I didn't realize they died. I feel a bit sad now. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... You gotta have better sense than that. In the middle of the just expressing don't, don't, their love for each other. Uh, yeah, I, I can. I got love for a lot of people, Timmy, but I ain't gonna express my love in the middle of a goddamn thunderstorm <laughs> underneath a fifty-foot tree. Yeah. I mean, you that's know, like, I ain't gonna expect- when you're in the moon. <laughs> yeah, I go. think that's passion. I'm with Tim on this. I think that's passion, <laughs> yeah. gents. But, I think that's wild. I think that's freaky. I'm, I'm all down for that. <laughs> you're all down for that. See, I'm not gonna express my love in front of a grizzly bear either, and just say, you know, maybe he's just gonna watch. 
Because, yeah. no. It would have been me. better if she just <clears throat> gave him a handy instead. <laughs> well, they'd have still been welded together. Uh, what a, a shame. That was a closed casket. Did you get a tattoo for them? <laughs> Ricky, every time someone dies near Chuck, he gets a tattoo. Every t- when I get somebody in my family dies, I get a tattoo. Yeah, how many tattoos got, like, have you got, Chuck? Yeah, that's a good question. What's that? How many you have? Uh, I got five. Nice, nice work. I, I do like a tattoo. I have really strange tattoos, gents. Really strange. Um, I have. Uh, I'm the I'm the sole surviving member of my family, Rick. <laughs> wow. <I don't> <laughs> so, how many tattoos do you have, Rick? Um, I've lost count. Uh, about seven large pieces. Okay, yeah. cool. Well, yours, yours nice. tend to blend together. I know you got you got kind of a sleeve on. Yeah, one side, on but the other side is. I don't know whether you've lot, have seen the, the Mad Max, the new one with Tom Hardy in. I have not. I haven't seen it yet. Okay, well, there's a, there's a lady who's bold with. Uh, with a robotic arm called Furiosa in it, and I've decided to get a bold tattooed woman on me. Uh, people nice. think I'm a bit bizarre, but I find her highly attractive because she's got a bold head. It's not that I'm interested in that type of woman. I just found her really sexy in the <laughs> film. I have always, wa- I've often wondered if I got a tattoo on the on the on the general. Yeah, no, the general. If I got a barber pole tattooed on that. As it grew, as I became more aroused, would it appear that the barber pole was spinning? <laughs> That's a good question. I don't know if it would or not. I don't yeah, know. You I have to know. put that out there to people. He... Tattooists may have already done that. I would struggle to get anything tattooed on on my private part, sadly. If I was to, do, to spell something so out, they, I'll get stuck in the do, first letter. Ricky, will they do that? Will they put a tattoo on your junk? Yeah, of course they will. There, there's a couple of TV shows here in the UK yeah. where... Uh, us idiots go across to um, abroad countries like um, Kavos and things like that, and they uh-huh. get ridiculous tattoos such as camels on their toe and things like that. And, oh, silly, okay. and they tattoo every part of the body. In the UK, they generally wouldn't. My, my best friend's a tattooist. I don't think he would um, because you would not be sane if you wanted to. I did date a girl that did have a tattoo above her genitals and it was the name of her ex-partner quite recently so that was a bit strange um he had actually <laughs> branded his property if you like oh yeah so, that, that, would be, that would be awkward as you're like it sliding was really down awkward her stomach and, and it had the see... desired effect obviously i didn't complete what i set up to do um, <laughs> yeah. and it was all a bit confusing and a bit worrying it took me back to childhood and i sort of <laughs> ran away so i find that uh, somewhat satisfying I feel like I just take a sharpie and cross it out, <laughs> and just write my own See, name right there. I just, if, no. if she expected me to go down there, she's yeah, gonna no. have to cover that shit up. I don't want to see, you know. Yeah, yeah his name, Albert's name down there. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. it. And it was a really boring name. I won't go into the name because you know, but um, it was a really boring shit name as well. It wasn't anything. If it was like a Ricardo or, or Pedro, <laughs> right, I feel like cool. I could achieve something. But a boring name, I like John, is just not exciting enough for me. Um, she made believe- the choice um, and got branded, so it was interesting. <laughs> Now, see, I believe uh, a Ricardo would intimidate me. I'd think, you know what? There ain't nothing I can do down here that Ricardo ain't done. Exactly. But I see it as a challenge, Chuck. I I think with my pale skin and stuff like that and my Latino hips twizzling around, (laughs) I can achieve something more spectacular than Ricardo ever did. Um, But the girls would disagree with them, uh, with my statement there, because I'm not well known for, for a massive performance, sadly. 
Well, that, that's just because you don't like to brag. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Ricky, one, one time I was with this woman in Thailand, and she had one of those tramp stamps, you know, like on the back, back you know, small of your back. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so we were together, and we were doing, you know, kind of the doggy style thing. So I'm... I'm, I'm Coined in, it the doggy I'm, style thing, Tim, or the actual doggy style. <laughs> no, no, the, the position, the position. Variants, and I just want to yeah, know. Yeah, no, no, no animals were hurt during. The brilliant, <laughs> brilliant. Okay, okay. I was just clarifying. <laughs> so I, you know, I'm in the back. So she's, she, I'm in back of her, and uh, you know, she's, you know, she's kind of raised up, and I'm staring at her tramp stamp, right, her tattoo, and it was of this uh, bird with these giant wings spread out. Okay. Now, I'm going at it for like, you know, a few minutes, and I notice it's a bit uneven. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, you know, I, I was left, and I, I'm pretty sure she wasn't aware of that. So, I don't think she so, cared, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> she probably didn't, and she, you know, she only spoke broken English. She mostly spoke Thai, and I don't speak Thai at all. So, but I was, you know, I was thinking about getting my How phone did you out. Negotiate this transaction. Well, no, they, they far out prices, Chuck. I've seen a couple of documentaries. They actually oh, okay. do. Yeah, they no, have a, it's, it's like a similar menu. to this. It's like. Uh, five dollar sucky fucky, like something, something like those lines. Exactly, they give you the a chat. menu, and so it's like when I go into the Chinese restaurant to get Renee food, I just point at what exactly, I want. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, you <laughs> yeah. just point. Was well, she anyway? She had this tattoo that was uneven, and I'm I apologize thinking, to our Chinese friends who I may have offended. <laughs> yeah, thank you. There, at least there but no, fuck, how are you going to run a restaurant? There, there's when a, you can't when understand there's people. a lot of Chi ginger Chinese. That's I'm shit sure ain't natural. I'm sure. Yeah. Chuck, is this a fourth apology coming on? <laughs> no, I'm just saying you go to the Chinese restaurant and, you know, I, I'm in the Midwest. We're in, in the middle of the country. So it throws you when you say, you know, because I don't eat Chinese food. I don't. I, I, I got a rule about that. And uh, my wife likes to eat a lot of Chinese food. So I'll go pick it up for her. But when you're saying shrimp fried rice and they're not understanding you real well i'm like you you don't you don't understand my it's what shrimp fried rice fuck why do i got a point oh, they menu? understand you they just don't want to they just don't like you they don't like you because you're an yeah. asshole <laughs> that could be they just don't like me i don't tip them <laughs> trick all right so uh, yeah so anyway back with this, this miss girl her tattoo's uneven and I now, now, Rick, I have this moral dilemma. Do I stop what I'm doing Never. and tell her, make her aware of this, or at least finish and then make her aware of it, or do I just let it go and have her walking around with this uneven tattoo, which is finally what I decided to do because I didn't want to embarrass her because I thought it would embarrass her. But and she's probably now she's probably about uh, 60, and she's walking around. So it's probably a 60-year-old. Thai woman walking around with this uneven tattoo, and it's it, Tim. You're probably the only man in the whole universe that would have had that, that dilemma. <laughs> oh, I do appreciate it, but you did the right thing. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to embarrass her, but it, it still bothers me knowing that she's out no, there. I, I, I can tell the whole incident. You don't worry about you know the intercourse being doggy or anything like that. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. just the fact that the tattoo was misaligned. <laughs> yeah, well, she got, yeah, she kind of got screwed over by the tattooist. <laughs> Well, you don't know. This is a problem with women getting 
Now remember, we don't have a female voice on this podcast. No, so if you say something, this I'm is, not. Rick and I are not. We're not going to be sensitive enough to women's issues to be able to tell you. Yeah, to jump that, that is very no, true. The this is a public here. service announcement for women. Okay, I'm trying to help the women out here. Uh, yeah, and what women don't seem to understand, it's like I told my wife. If when you, she, you know, my wife has no tattoo, she would never get a tattoo. Um, but she loves dolphins. And she said, you know, if I ever got a dolphin, got one, I'd get a dolphin. And I said, you know, that's the problem with women where you got to pick wisely where you get them. Because, you know, you get that dolphin on your ass when you're 21 years old. <laughs> it's going to be a well. <laughs> you got Moby Dick on your ass when you're 50. You know, and everybody that sees your ass is like, why you got a whale? Why, why you got a great white shark on your ass? That's scary. It's intimidating. It's like no, that's just a dolphin. No, it was you know, a dolphin and, when I started. Well, you out. know what? By the time they're fifty, though, I mean, well, how many yeah. people are going to see that? <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> but even by, even by, you know, I'm just saying, women change. Men, you, men like us, we stay the same, Timmy. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, Rick, you're in the same fine shape you were when you're 19, right? Yeah, of course, without doubt. You know, yeah. it, I always well, make sure I take photographs at certain angles to make that happen. But yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly the same shape. Yeah. Uh, Chuck has a theory, Rick. I don't know if you heard it on women as they age. <laughs> I would he, like to hear it. I shouldn't want to hear it, but I'd like to hear it. <laughs> do you want to do you want to share that with him? My my theory was that as women, not all women, there's a certain group of women that as they age, they become more manly. <laughs> they become closer to men to the point that I believe if you give them to 50, they have a full-blown penis oh my dear Lord. so now i've never encountered one of these women <clears throat> but i've been married for a long long time i haven't been out there in the wild and uh but i believe that they become some women some women now the women who listen to our podcast i have not seen that phenomenon they're very, very feminine they're very very we have some women that are in their 40s and 50s that are just beautiful women uh, but there's some women they hit 40 they start growing a penis. They start growing a penis. Yeah. Uh, hey, don't blame me. It's, it's an interesting way of looking at things. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, an, it's a unique viewpoint. <laughs> I like it, Chuck. I can't condone it, but I do like it. <laughs> Are you still thinking about seeking his advice on marital relations? 100%. Like I said, it will be an absolute whirlwind. I would absolutely, I'd be so excited for about two weeks taking this advice. It would be like hitting the self-destruct button on my whole life. <laughs> And just watching it collapse around me in some sort of sadistic smile across my face to know that Chuck had advised these terrible decisions. Um, and and I, but I, the I, nice, I feel that the it nice would thing... end up in a ple- uh, some sort of prison cell as well along the way. <laughs> I, I do, or, or I will be fighting um, a security guard over a mountain dew. <laughs> exactly. The nice thing, though, about being uh, single, Ricky, is that when you wake up and you got... Um, uh, you got uh, fecal matter all over your face. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, you can just sh- uh, you can just take you know clean at your leisure. You don't have to you know shower before the wife sees it. Exactly, so. exactly. <laughs> it's true story. That is the perk of being single. Um, you know, obviously not not bringing a lady friend home last night and trying to revive my friend with a spoon. <laughs> How my life is so exciting and wonderful. Not a warm body. You do sound like you have a lot of fun. 
the yeah, Benabeth- we do have a lot of fun. It's sort of it's sort of at the stage now though where I'm far too old for it, but I'm hanging on to it. Um, I feel like I'm going to be that guy with a toupee on that hits the dance floor. <laughs> And then, you know, gets removed from the police from discos because he's got busy hands. I feel it in me, and and I don't think it's too far off. I've I've tried to obviously talk to a woman a couple of weeks ago, and she told me to fuck off because I was old. And, you know, that that hurt. That hurt, guys. So I'm on a slippery slope, so I'm grabbing on with my fingernails, and I just need to settle down. Oh, man, yeah, well, once you pass 50, that's when you have to worry because... They they'll they'll start uh, uh, even a hooker start ignoring me after fifty. <laughs> I'll bear that in mind, but I'm I'm gonna have a look on the internet as soon as we finish to find out where you get your membership card. So if I do ever visit the states, I've got enough points on there. So you know I, I get, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm planning for the future. I believe that will be my future. Obviously, moving to the states and hanging out with you, Tim. Oh, man, we'd have a blast. Yeah, red-blooded males together. We'd do do the really American thing of high-fiving and screaming. It'd be amazing. (laughs) Exactly. It it would be quite the adventure. Now, you got to watch with Timmy, though, because Timmy rarely leaves his apartment. So (laughs) most of this partying is going to have to go on inside his house except for timmy does not like to have company over so wow. i try to avoid Tim, people you, you, are you one of these guys with massive ocds are you you've got yes. ocds on yeah, that. that's, that's no me. problem that's no problem yeah uh, timmy like, would now this is not a lie timmy will and now this is obviously before he met he met his wonderful girlfriend clara but timmy would meet women <laughs> hook up with them and rent a hotel room a block from his house so they did not know where he lived. <laughs> Tim, you're, you're, Tim, you you're have... a genius, my friend. Don't let Chuck mock you on this. You are a genius. But you, need, you don't realise, right. Chuck, you've been out of the game for so long. If they find out where you live and you pull a crazy, you exactly. will have dog shit pushed through your letterbox at several hours. <laughs> and I'm telling you what, I've been there. It's not pleasant. Okay. That's exactly my reasoning. Tim, well, and Tim, it's it only takes you know eighty dollars, a hundred bucks to get a cheap hotel room. Exactly, it's well that. worth it. Well, he doesn't call it a hotel room; he calls it insurance. Insurance. <laughs> that is genius, Tim. You should write like a bible for for, for, for being the modern day sleazy man, and and I would happily help you write it as well. <laughs> Dude, the last time I did that, I woke up and you know the next morning and uh, getting ready to leave. Now I don't want you know I don't want the lady to, I want the lady to leave before I do because I don't want her you know running up the you know, the, the tab. Yeah, me, right? yeah you, you're in. paying, so you you want to push them out the door in a nice way. Exactly. I don't want him <laughs> to get in you know into the mini bar and ha- you know buy a three dollar Snickers bar or something. So. You know, I try to make sure they're left before I before I leave. Well, anyway, the last time that I did this, this woman tells me she she writes down she's you know writing that thing. I'm thinking she's writing her number down or whatever, and she hands it to me. It's her full address, and what she said was, "I'm going to give this to you in case you want to send me a gift or something." A gift, Jesus! Exactly. I said, you know, yeah, so. You know, that's something you negotiate. Give me, tell me if I'm wrong, Ricky. That is something you negotiate before you come to the hotel room. Correct. Right? You don't give. 
you don't ask for gifts afterwards because, you know, that really is going to impact the type of gift you get. Exactly. A business arrangement, Tim, is a business arrangement. You always right. do you business have to have, before You have to have that after. shit written down, right? Exactly. You can, you can always go down in price. You can never go up. So she should have <laughs> learned from her mistakes. Yes. Well, needless to say, she never got a, a, a gift, but I did send her a nice thank you card. You should, well, that was nice of you. I'm see, a gentleman. I, what can I, I fucking say? I, I wake up often with thank you cards on my pillow, Timmy. I don't believe that's true at all. Yeah, the Mrs. Colonel's a, uh, she's a, she's a, you know, she's. Thanks you for leaving her alone. She has good manners. Yeah, yeah mm. that's exactly yeah. it, Tim. <laughs> I know. Right? <laughs> all right, so we're back with Roy. Roy started working for uh, the Three C's uh, Civilian Conservation Corps during the Great Depression. He was planting trees outside. Uh, in the Shenandoah Valley, as near his home at the time. In May of 1934, uh, while working on a crew that was digging holes to plant the trees, Roy felt a chill go up his spine, Ricky. <laughs> nice. <laughs> he could sense uh, the, that, the, that there was a major thunderstorm about to hit. So he's was, getting these premonitions again. Was, was Roy a member of the X-Men? By any chance. I don't know, but he should have been. Yeah, he should have been. The real life X Men. I don't doubt it would be as attractive as the, the cast now, but it would be it would be a comical version, wouldn't it? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. They would have to get like Gene Hackman to play him because this guy was not the most attractive. Exactly, yeah. Roy would never be featured on film. Never. No, no, no. I can tell that Roy, I've never seen no image of Roy, but I've built one up in my head that's so grotesque <laughs> that even his parents didn't. Well, you know, Roy. after the fourth or fifth time you yeah. struck exactly, by lightning. Yeah, it, yeah, it looks like he's had a car accident to the face. <laughs> Did it say anywhere if he could still get an erection? How many it takes to. Not, or maybe he got just. Maybe he was erect all the time. Uh, I, mean, I don't know. Chuck, Chuck, why have we gone on to erections? <laughs> well, I'm just thinking a good electric jolt, you know, because I don't know if you ever worked. I, I, I got a house that's 100 years old, and it's, it, it, you know, it needs repairs from now on then. And, and the circuit box is way down in the basement, and I don't, if I'm changing something, I just don't turn the electricity off to what I'm working on. And occasionally I get a good jolt. And, and it gives uh, you a woody? Occasionally it will, yeah. Really? Occasionally it will. So you have to call your wife that's, and tell her to drop whatever she's doing. I'm like, Renee, you're going to have to get in here. Get in here, woman, because <laughs> and if it lasts for more than four hours, i got to call the doctor. <laughs> or call an electrician. I don't know. <laughs> Somebody ground me here. <laughs> uh, so anyway, May 1934, they're working, they're, they're planting trees, uh, Roy gets this premonition that something's about to happen. So he got all his tools together, and he went up to his foreman and told him that they should quit for the day because there's, because someone was going to get hurt because there's a storm coming. Now, you know, uh, think about this, Ricky. Uh, you go to your boss and you tell him, hey, <laughs> nothing's going on. Sun, no, Not a cloud in the sky. Uh, and you go up and say, hey, I'm going to take the rest of the day off because gonna, we're going to get a thunderstorm. Uh, his his boss wasn't buying it, and so he told Roy that he was going to dock his uh, pay paycheck for that day. And you know this is during the depression, so that you know that hurt. But Roy was you know he was like, okay, you you have to dock my pay, dock it, but I'm not going to stay out here and get struck by lightning. So he went into a small shelter to wait out the storm. Twenty minutes later, Colonel, 
They had a horrific thunderstorm <laughs> appearing out of nowhere. <laughs> Lightning struck all around the camp, and the men in the camp was running for cover. How <laughs> <laughs> would like to work with this motherfucker, man? <laughs> See, that's like being a, it's that it's a theory that you know maybe it's not your time to go. But it's the guy sitting next to you on the plane's time to go. <laughs> right. You don't, you, know, you don't want to be walking out in the field with, with this guy. Collateral. Because, <laughs> you know, the lightning might miss him and get you. Exactly. So. And that's what happened. Two of his coworkers. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like you've read this script, which would be a first. <laughs> Two of his coworkers were struck by lightning just 30 yards from the shelter where uh, Roy was uh, held up. Hold up. Uh, they experience uh, severe <laughs> did he, burns. Did he tell them, get up, you pussy? <laughs> I've been struck four times. <laughs> I get struck more times yeah. by 9 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> you just, do all that. That's just a flesh wound. <laughs> uh, they had severe burns, but they, they both survived. Now, uh, Rory's boss, as I said before, he threatened to dock Rory's pay. He had a change of heart. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he thought Roy was Thor or something. Uh, yeah, yeah. Know. Roy is Thor. He, he, he <laughs> was the original Thor, but I don't think he had the long wavy hair. I, I think he would have been like balding at best. And I, I picture large teeth and a large nose. And a That's pretty much of, it. Like, yeah. That's pretty much it. Yeah, you got it. E.T. type picture. fingers and things like that. Over, yeah, yeah. I've not got a good image of Roy. <laughs> oh, gosh. So um, uh, Roy's boss reconsiders docking his pay, and he says, okay, you were right. So from then on out, Ricky, every time Roy uh, would tell his boss, you know, that there was a storm coming, he would pull his men from the work detail. So Roy had his uses. His, yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah, yeah, he was a hero. He was. We're all mocking Roy, but Roy was a secret <laughs> hero. He had, he had magic powers. He had magic powers, mystical powers. <laughs> You know, but here's what I'm wondering. Once you've been struck like four times by lightning, it's no longer a premonition. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, that's like. You, you schedule it. <laughs> no, exactly. I mean, it's fight. It's going to happen. A, yeah. It's a premonition is, you know, like, oh, I could. This is just statistically likely to happen. Yeah. It's not a premonition. Yeah. It's just like fate. Yeah. It's just. He wasn't. He wasn't a gypsy. He didn't in have no 1936, um, so uh, he's working on CCC camps. In 1936, he got a full-time position as a park ranger, by, uh, offered by the state of Virginia. So, gents, so if, he, if you wouldn't mind telling me, what is a park ranger? Um, I, I, I remember watching Chuck Norris in uh, Walker, Texas Ranger. Is that a similar thing, or, or completely wrong? A, a kind of. It's well, a, it's not long. Well, it's kind of law enforcement, um, but it's for the, um, you know, like national parks that we have here. Okay. Yeah, so like so it would be like, he could, like they would have a resting power, though. Uh, but they would, you know, they would uh, monitor the park. You know, they would maybe, they give maybe like answer questions that uh, guests may have. They don't uh, get guns. Do they get guns or not? Some of them can. In the federal parks, they get guns, uh, so I guess he would. Well, he was a state ranger. Yeah, state rangers typically don't get... It depends, I guess. It depends on how dangerous a park is. Probably the state, too. He should have got a fucking lightning People took to calling him... He was a park ranger. Later, later people would take to calling him Spark Ranger. 
<laughs> it's Ben Affleck. Did you make that up? No, no, I, I swear to God. Script. Yeah, no, it's okay. It really, it really am. So, um, so anyway, so now he's working outside all day, which is a good, uh, which is good job, a good career yeah, path yeah. for him, a good job yeah, choice for him. After settling in his new job, Roy met and fell in love with a woman who attended his church. Six months later, in 1938, June of 1938, Roy mar- married the lovely Wilma, and they would go on to have three children together, Colonel. That's a sure he had a nice family. A life was looking up for Roy and uh, his wife, and he had a beautiful wife and a job that he loved. So in April 1942, after Roy had worked for the state park for six years, he was stationed in a new uh, fire tower that they built called Miller's Head. Uh, and so we're storms. putting Roy into a tower now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, they have these uh, towers where they can oversee like the park and so, they can just a great place to put Roy. Then great place, high to the sky. Eight. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Closer to the light. Yeah, yeah that's closer. To closer. The yeah, just to tempt it a little bit. And Roy, exactly. Roy didn't just turn around to his boss and say, "I don't think this is the right position for me." He's gone wholeheartedly. Like this is the right destination for me. No, apparently he was okay with it. I can imagine. Like I said, I think I think with the first lightning strike. While he was in his mother's womb, I think the sense got knocked out of him because this 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 career path is, yeah, it's odd yeah, to say. He the needed least. to be like an accountant or something. <laughs> exactly, or he working needed a to bunker. be working in the basement of a building. Exactly, somewhere. yeah, some sort of safety, definitely some sort of bunker organisator or something, bunker builder or something underground, or or mole finder, someone who would find moles. <laughs> Yeah, a mole finder would have been a perfect job for him. Yeah, I don't think there's many vacancies out there. but we, <laughs> Well, we, I mean, that's a that's a sweet job. Man. It would you be know, an just... amazing job. If I was a mole finder, I'd definitely keep them as pets. <laughs> uh, you can never, uh, never have too many moles. Correct, yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? I almost broke my ankle in a mole hole. <laughs> now, this is a true story, not to get off track. No, but, we would never you know, do I, that. A friend of mine decided he was going to uh he had been in the army and uh was a he had jumped done a lot of parachute jumping in the army mm-hmm. so when he got back he came and took his best friend uh to jump mm-hmm. parachuting skydiving and the son of a bitch when he let he was show you know they went through it and he told his friend now when you when you go <laughs> it's very safe it's a landing you got to worry about so just hit the ground running. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> this ain't no shit. So Why would you bitch, tell someone that? My fr- well, no, that's what you do. You you try to run, and then you're going to fight, you know, to absorb the energy. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you were meant to like fall. Oh, hold on, hold on. I thought you were meant to fall gently on your side. That's what I'm saying. No, he, he's like, as you come down, you know, just kind of uh, hit the ground. Lighting. As you're coming down, hit the ground at a trot. You know, and you're going to fall, but, you know, absorb some energy. I guess that makes sense. (laughs) No, it's a good theory. Unless the first step you take is in a gopher hole. (laughs) 
<laughs> I just have to know. <laughs> Damn near ripped his leg off from the knee down. Jesus Christ. <laughs> they had to fuse the damn bone. They couldn't even <laughs> fix it. He walked like a peg leg the rest of his life. <laughs> Damn. That's why you don't. What the fuck you want to get in a plane and jump out for no reason? That's just uh, it stupid. It looks like it would be fun, but I mean, I, I was I'm with Ricky. I thought you just kind of just let you know give and just like yeah, just roll over, fall down. Yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> scared of heights, so I don't do anything like that. I'm very scared. Well, of no, he t- you know he told him the proper landing is just you know kind of come down feet first and try to run a little bit. But the very first, when his feet hit the ground, <laughs> it was in a gopher hole. Jeez. And it truly damn near tore his I leg guess. off. <laughs> and they could only fuse the bones back together. <laughs> so he walked with his legs straight <laughs> the rest of his life. He's still alive. It, 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 I still see build, him. You mean he couldn't bend his knee? Or <laughs> no, he Sorry. can't bend shit. Wait. He's one of those fuckers, if you've seen him like on the beach, <laughs> be like a footstep in a straight line all the way. Like, like, like Forrest Gump with the braces on. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> but at least he can say, he can check that <laughs> off his check uh, that bucket off his, Yeah, but I, I think there's like 10 other things he can't do on his bucket. <laughs> he ain't gonna do the cha-cha anytime soon. Oh my God. I don't know why I find that amusing, but yeah. You're very dark, Chuck. Which is, which is <laughs> very similar is, to me. Yes, yeah, yes. dark sense of humor. I don't think ninety percent of people out there are going to be laughing along with us. I think. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it just it's just the whole point of like bungee jumping, and then every once in a while, a bungee cord, one of those things will break. And it's like you know, statistically, if enough people j- bungee jump, one is going to break. Do you want to be that person? So, stay. To stay off the damn bungees. Yeah, that's why. That's why I stay in my apartment all the time. So here's what I want to do. I want to go up in an airplane for no apparent reason because it ain't taking me nowhere, right? Right. And now I'm gonna strap some shit to my back and jump out of it. <laughs> that well, don't make a goddamn like bit of sense, <laughs> you know. And and here's here's what else I'm doing. I'm gonna pay people a bunch of money so I can do this. Yeah, to push you out yeah. of the plane. To push me out of a plane, yeah. yeah. No, I don't think so. I'll just sit here and drink my diet. My, I, I've switched to Diet Mountain Dew now, Ricky. I'm trying to keep myself in better condition. Oh, but, okay. Uh, I did, I've tried a couple of times, and I, I quite like it. They don't sell it at a lot of places here. It's mainly in service stations, but I do enjoy it. It's very sweet, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it's, it's very, like it's, it's like uh, 80% sugar. I think they put yeah. like, uh, like 17 uh, spoons full of sugar in the... In like a 16-ounce. I know it's the equivalent of two large Snickers bars is what you Is get. it really? It's, yeah. Well, I won't be drinking any more of that then. If, if, <laughs> but switch to the diet. The diet's good for we you. We don't have the diet over here. So oh, sons of bitches. I know, I know. But our food tends to be different anyway. By the time they bring it over here, they reduce some of the sugar. You guys love the uh, sugar in the States, you see, in the syrup. And they say oh, yeah. You know, Ricky, when you, when you wake up with... Um, Manure on your face. <laughs> really, the Mountain Dew is not your major focus. It should be your major focus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just a little advice. You know what? But he's skinny because they take the sugar out. <laughs> you know what? And he can take he he can clean the shit off himself. But we're always going to be fat over here, Timmy. So. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a fair point. Uh, okay, so... 
he's working in now he's working as a park ranger he loves he's newly married he loves his wife loves his job uh he's up in this uh new tower fire tower that they built storms coming in they hadn't unfortunately they hadn't installed the lightning rods <laughs> yet to this uh, to this tower where he was in. See, that seems kind of key to when you're on a mountain in a fire tower. Well, it was brand new, and by the time he, this day occurred, it had already been struck by seven or eight times by lightning, and this was without Roy Sullivan in the thing. So, you know, it's going the odds are going to go up. He uh, so he sees the storm coming. He's up in this tower, and he decides, okay, he's going to get the hell out of there before lightning strikes. <laughs> So he gets out down from the tower. He's running. He gets a few feet, and then the lightning hit him. It burned a half-inch strip all the way down his right leg. <laughs> and it knocked off his big toe. <laughs> the man lost his big toe. Why are you laughing? I'm just trying to see somebody's big toe blow off. That's like a, that's some wily e. coyote cartoon shit right there. It, it couldn't have been a pleasant experience. Well, I would not think the lightning strike would have been pleasant, but uh, so he he survived it. But he looked down in his in his boot, and it was full of blood, uh, and it was running out of the sole of his shoe. So he probably boot. lost. A, I hope they weren't Doc Martens because those things are expensive. Yeah, very expensive. Yeah. His uniform was torched down his right side, so he has this, you know, his clean, crisp Parker, uh, Park Ranger uniform, and it's the whole right side is just burnt to a crisp. Um, How'd you like to see him right after this? Him just become straggling into, boss, I gotta go home for the day. Now what- hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. But what? No, no, what, uh, what, uh, what happened was, so he's okay, right? He survives this. The strike, big toe. Well, I don't know that constitutes as you know, okay. He, he, he had some physical injuries, but after after that, you know, after the initial shock wore off, he was you know assessing himself for damage, and he had an involuntary bowel movement. <laughs> <laughs> so in addition to all these, you know, losing his big toe and getting you know burnt down his right side, he shit himself. Oh well, yeah, that's, that's insult to injury. I believe I would have shit myself as soon as I seen my big toe fly off my foot. <laughs> <laughs> what a 
Yeah, that's a shit yourself moment. <laughs> yeah. It really is. We all have these, uh, Ricky. You know, we all have these shit yourself moments. I, well, I know you know. Yeah, I definitely know. Yeah, I'm, I'm the the Jesus Christ of shitting themselves. Yeah, so. Uh, you've got an expert on your panel today, so I could, yeah. I, I could actually the, believe, yeah. You're our consultant. Exactly, He's the Messiah exactly. of poop. I did, have, I did have the tip of my finger bitten off, though. That's a true story. Um, you had the but, tip of your finger bitten off? Yeah, but I didn't actually shit myself. So, um, yeah, by a human being as well. So it's an interesting story. But, um, well, yeah, no, 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 no. we got to hear this. we got to hear this story, Rick. <laughs> Um, it was just a bit of an awkward one, really. I used to run a security <laughs> business, and um, I prevented a guy from stabbing a female. So he um, ripped my finger to the side and bit down like a dog. And Damn. Tip of my finger off. Um, so I had it reattached about five years ago. So wow. it featured in the local papers, but I didn't shit myself, which was <laughs> which was the best bit about the whole story because I'm part of <laughs> now I know the certain circumstances where I do shit myself. So any alcohol involved, <laughs> over laughter, or spicy it's totally foods. unrelated to the physical injury. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Spicy <laughs> foods is a terrible one. Um, I was driving home from work and I knew I was going to shit myself, uh, and I made that decision because I was stuck in traffic <laughs> and there was no way. Wait, I was wait, wait! You made the decision <laughs> i made the decision. decision yeah but what when you sat down in the car obviously the pressure won't allow it to go out so what you have to do <laughs> is relieve the pressure so i had to remove my jeans and my pants <laughs> and i had an auto car so i leant, leant forward to i had leather seats as well so i was i, I thought about this decision and i let go <laughs> oh it's a struggle I, yeah I, I, it was daytime you. but the problem was i didn't check my fuel gauge um <laughs> So I was, you know, I played roulette. I got home, but it was one of those days where the area I lived at, where everyone likes to be out in the front garden. And I had to sit in the car and wave at people for for a good hour and a half, pretending I was on the phone um, before I snuck in the back uh, with my strides round my ankles. Yeah. I, but that, that that was one of the ones that I'm, I was never meant to tell anyone because that, because obviously I was sober and I made that decision. I made that yeah, no decision. excuses. Mm. It was a rational choice. Yeah, it, 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 well, I weighed up the, the factors and I thought, well, if I if I shit into the jeans, there's going to be too much pressure, and I quite like these jeans. So the, 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 and really, seats, and really, so. that's not a good look either. I mean, no, if you're walking by your neighbours, when you have to wait for the neighbours to go in at night, where you hose down the inside of your car, set your car six and a half hours. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And, and please roll the, the window down. Yeah, so that was an embarrassing. But like I say, you you've definitely got a shit expert on the panel today. <laughs> Um, no, so I, I assess it. it from all angles. So although he had the physical pain, I'm surprised he shit himself. <laughs> my uh, my brother-in-law is uh, known for, for just like clockwork, if you go out to eat with him, you either have to sit in a restaurant for 20 minutes after you're done eating, or you have to be within 20 minutes of the house. So we went out to eat one night. And he starts to break out into that sweat you get, you know, when I'm about to shit right this minute. <laughs> and he's, you know, he's all clenched up and he's tensed Start, up. Starting to sweat a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah. Sweating a brow. And we're going, we, so we hit the driveway. And, I mean, he gets out of that car on a dead run. <laughs> <laughs> he hits the front door, 
runs through the living room, ste- <laughs> <laughs> steps on the cat, <laughs> tumbles across the living room floor, down. and shit all over himself. <laughs> <laughs> the cat is fucking limping off because he just been stepped on by a 200 pound guy and he laying there covered in his own <laughs> shit with a twisted ankle. <laughs> he can't hardly get up off the floor. And I come in and I see his ass laying on the floor. <laughs> and he's like, oh God, I think I broke my ankle. <laughs> And I was like, dude, you did worse than that. I think you just got you got to sell the house now. We got we to gotta burn this motherfucker down for insurance money. It was, oh, yeah. When you, yeah. Shit, when you shit in your house, you have to disclose that well, when you go to sell. This was like one of those little baby shits where it goes all up your back and stuff. It's the pressure. I'm talking to you. I'm experienced. If you wear the he had jeans, jeans and it was all the pressure over. will compress it up to your back and i didn't yeah. want that I've, I've experienced it too many times <laughs> and obviously with his charge it was like he was going for a touchdown at the super bowl and he was, was, was so he... close to winning have, have, you, have you guys ever seen the, the film along came polly okay when, have not. when yeah. he has he has ibs and basically there's a scene in there where he's sweating and he's going to the toilet and he's really it's really painful. That's my life on a daily basis, I feel, <laughs> for your family member. Because when I'm focused, I am like Usain Bolt. I'm, I'm moving across, but I don't move my legs too much because the jolt of the stomach can react badly. So it's more of a fast walk. You know, like a speed run. Yeah, yeah. it's like the, the uh, walk races. In that's the, not, it's that's the what he looked races. like going in, but he looked like he could have... Who's the guy that just lost the goal? You know, just lost the race. Bolt. Yeah, he could, he was walking faster than Bolt can run. <laughs> See, that's my question house. On, on the Olympics where they have that walking contest. What if you just start walking? I would be tempted if I got behind, just like fucking took take off running. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, what do they? How do they determine how do if you're walking? Do, I or think running? if your knees bend, I don't know. Yeah, the knees but bend, and and one foot has to be stationary on the floor at all times. Oh, okay. like the, the heel well, of your shoe. Basically, that all cheating it's just who gets caught um normally the winner always gets caught cheating it it goes back but it is like the the, the campus walk isn't it it's like it's like a scene out of mardi gras like, if you put in a slow motion to a dance beat it would be it would be epic wouldn't it and them silly little hats that they've got with a visor on the back to stop them burning on the neck yeah i would hate to be what... a sportsman retiring and and someone sitting in the pub and going, what did you? I was a speed walker, but I ruined all of my hips and lower body because I yeah, walked quickly. Yeah, I, I was speed walker. I walked quickly. Yeah, yeah. It would be my uh, badge of honour. The worst thing about this whole story, not the worst thing for, well, yeah, it was the worst thing because it. This is how it impacted me. Is uh, I had to take a piss real bad. <laughs> so. I don't know whether to Your attend problem to him. Pills in comparison to his problem. Well, but see, I can't do anything. His problems are already over now. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I'm neither get to the a doctor <laughs> nor his nurse. So I'm not going to clean him up. What the fuck did you do? Step over him? No, I just was like, "You want me to call an ambulance? What do you want me to do?" <laughs> but I'm going outside because he was laying right in front of the bathroom door. I was like, "I'm going to go outside and take a piss." So I'll be back in a minute. You 
<laughs> just deal with whatever you need to deal with and uh and, and you know I'm sure he appreciated your concern well i mean you don't it's like you know okay i can get you some ice for your ankle but i ain't doing nothing for the shit <laughs> And you can't get up You're and clean your yourself life. up, you know, because your ankle might be broken there. And, you know, your your buddies, you, you let them throw their arm around you, you know, and you help them. In. That's not happening. No, not a shit cover buddy. You don't do that with them. You so do. It's like, you do. Come on, Chuck. You do. I've been there. They've always got to be there. <laughs> it sounds like you were there last night. Exactly. You don't. You don't have to judge. Me and my friends have not had conversations about it. We don't. We don't hold eye contact anymore. Uh, it's just gentle nods and seductive winks at each other now because we've been there. It, oh, it's so. It's so. It's a uh, unspoken agreement. Exactly. But it's like bonding. Obviously, my friends have carried me absolutely covered in feces and not one of them just wants to talk about it i want to open up i want to get move on with my life and talk about it and there's, there's it. a stone blanket silence <laughs> well, yeah yeah you got to move on you got to turn the page on that exactly stuff. You yeah you don't want to you don't want to focus on that oh no see i haven't turned the page on it timmy <laughs> it, it, it was it was traumatic for me well it was well Poor Roy. This is it gets worse. So he struck. <laughs> gets worse. The motherfucker had his big toe blown off, and well, it gets well, worse. Well, he spent several days in the hospital. He lost his big toe. He walked on crutches for almost a year. He had to have a special boot made to cater to his right foot that now was missing his big toe. <laughs> but to add insult to injury, the state of Virginia, his employer, required him to replace his uniform. At a cost of, because you know he's got his burnt uniform and he's got his <laughs> uniform that is soiled. He looked like one of those guys that was in the cartoon that was making a bomb that went off when yeah, he was making yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so he his <laughs> employer sends him a uh, sends him a bill for sixteen dollars and thirty two cents. Wow, that's a lot of money back then as well. It, it was. It was just a lot of money for me today. So, um, <laughs> but Roy had a pretty strong union, and he got his union rep involved. Now, the employer claimed um, running away during the storm was not in Roy's scope of employment. <laughs> <laughs> Roy, Roy, Roy did not read the handbook. That's I, it. Roy deserted. Roy deserted. Um, yeah. Exactly, he deserted his post. He left the troops behind. He made it a rod for his own back. And he should be grateful that he only got charged $16. <laughs> you can get shot for that shit. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, they, they, should, exactly. they should have shot Roy. I, 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 I would have signed that petition if I was a co-worker with Roy. And I would have sat him down on Monday and said, I'm sorry, Roy, we've all come to the conclusion that we're going to shoot you. Um, unless you pay this $16 for this uniform. Exactly. That's it. Exactly. We would have ended it with a polite handshake. <laughs> well, you know, you British people are much more polite than we are. Exactly. We've, 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 we're insulted and very cutting, but in a polite <laughs> yeah. way. It's like you will get, like I call the shotgun effect, but we're doing it in such a manner you have no idea we're pulling your trousers down <laughs> yeah. and attacking you from behind. It's just sort of a stealth way of doing things, a polite <laughs> 
I'm getting the feeling that Roy uh, Roy's uh, co-workers wasn't really keen on meeting with him a lot. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think they did socials. I don't think they went out for a few beers after work. <laughs> I think I think Roy and was it Wilma? I think they had a solitary <laughs> life, and I don't imagine she's very attractive either. Um, with the name like Wilma, all I can think of is a character out the Flintstones. <laughs> Is yeah, she... which one would you bang, Wilma or uh, uh, Bar or uh, Barney? Oh, Betty, Betty, I'd Betty be, Rebel. I wear Betty out. Barney's wife. Oh, you yeah. know she's a freak. You think she's you a know... freak? Oh, look at her. She's well, almost got that beehive. That's kind of huh? hot. That's it. Yeah, but look at Barney. Barney's just a little guy. You know he ain't packing all that much. You get Betty, and you can show her a good time. She all of a sudden gets a hold of a good one. Uh -huh. Oh, she do anything. Ask her. Make you breakfast. Make me a sandwich. <laughs> Just do whatever you want. But yeah, I never can figure better. out why they have fucking cars for it because they always pick them up and run. <laughs> exactly. What the, what's yeah. the fucking point? It's just a chassis of a vehicle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are definitely yeah. right. And when you break it down, it's completely pointless exercise. <laughs> Every time, you know, I could be, I could be obviously on the panel for the shit board as well as the, the, the useless equipment board. If you ever want to. Pass any ideas through to me, and I'm, I'm in agreement that that is a pointless exercise. You will be our official uh, consultant anytime we have questions about no, people. That's it. You fire them at me, and, and my answer will be completely wrong. Uh, but I try to make them as, you know, as amusing as possible. Uh, they're, they're always dark answers. So um, if it's something that's going to impact on your family, just don't ask. But you know what? You have a, you, you can use your British accent and you sound author uh, like you're an that's expert. It. That, that, that's yeah, that amazes us. That would be quite. But there is a cutoff, gents. Um, obviously, there is a delay. If you call me any time after nine o'clock, um, I don't answer phone calls because I'm in a sorry state for myself generally. <laughs> Uh, now see that's the beautiful thing about being british to me is uh you sound smart everything you say people will if you came to the united states rick yeah you could be a physics professor i would like to be a physics professor as well i don't have the qualities but i think i'd look really you, good you in don't a white need gown. you yeah, could walk the, right into the interview and just tell the college i have my physics degree from cambridge i don't have my paperwork with me they believe you. Just because of your accent. It's yeah. the accent. It's yeah. British accents. Americans believe everything British people <laughs> so say to So you guys them. are telling me that I could come to America and choose my job. Oh, hey, goddamn right. Exactly. That needs okay. some great thinking time because I've got a lot of jobs. You could not be... Yeah. Not... Not president. You couldn't be president. What about a yeah, lifeguard? every other thing. Lifeguard? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Even you don't though even have to I swim. can't swim. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Doesn't matter. Doesn't Just matter. Just use your British accent. Mm -hmm. Exactly. We're, right, I'm there. Yeah. I mean, uh, you, uh, some, uh, uh, someone from the UK could come over here and, like, be developmentally disabled or have a learning disability we're just so fucking impressed by the british accent we'd follow them anywhere are you suggesting and that i'm some sort of disabled no 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 no, 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 no i'm not not you Tim, i'm just saying a term, you know? i'm just saying you have imbeciles right Tim, i mean you just it, hit me with in a the uk there, there's one or two floating around you got some village idiots floating around out there yeah you can bring them into us and if they have a british accent we'll be fucking amazed by yeah. them i mean we'll just we'd follow them anywhere just because of the accent i've thought We're, of the ideal job now i'm going to tell everyone um i'm a professional singer uh i've got a few <laughs> albums out i'm classically trained and i want to sing at the super bowl 
and um, yeah. oh, that would oh, be amazing. Be mm. Yeah, they would. They'd bump Beyonce in a heartbeat. Yeah. Exactly. Kick her <laughs> off stage. See me in my little, you know, golden shorts, glittering away, <laughs> doing twelves <laughs> and singing. My oh, heart you'd, out. Be, you'd be huge. You'd be big. How yeah. do you think Adele got what she got? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly. She just swore a lot and was extremely polite. There's nothing <laughs> yeah. to do with her voice. No. And we're we're. I don't know if you deal with Americans a lot, but. We're not the smartest people. <laughs> we're just, in general, we're not the smartest people. There's no comment so, on that one, Chuck. I'm, <laughs> you, know, you know, like, I wish, I wish before I came on here that, I, that you know, I, I don't have a lawyer, but I wish I paid one to sit next to me <laughs> to, to, to not to entertain some of these um, conversations. Because I can't whisper, really laugh. Have I want to laugh whispering so much, in your... I want to laugh because that statement tickled me massively. But I'm actually putting a pen in my mouth at some point not to react because people think I'm complete arse. <laughs> if I do laugh at the fact that you're saying, you know, American people are a bit simple. Well, I mean, I, I see. I, I I've got I've got the three boys, and and, and my, the twins. Like I said, they're probably not mine, but they're extremely gifted, <laughs> and they will say to me things, you know, like that. What? It, why are we? And and I'm always answering, son. Have you looked around at the people around you? Half the fucking people can't work a goddamn vending machine. <laughs> so, I mean, you're expect you know what I mean? And I ain't nobody in this room going to split Adam anytime soon. We're just not want to give you an example, Ricky. I was on I, I take I usually take the bus in. I was on the bus uh, the other day and a woman was on the bus flossing her teeth. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> flossing her teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was on the bus, wow. crowded bus, and she's flossing her teeth. So that'll give you an idea what yeah. America is like. Yeah, I think I went a bit low on the su- singing at the Super Bowl. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to rethink this. Oh, yeah, you need greater I'm aspirations than that. Now. You've, you've given me, you know, the key to my dreams. I'm just <laughs> just going to have a couple of vocal lessons um, just to, to pronounce my words correctly because in the UK, my accent is really, really... Um, you know the lowest class people. You know the way I speak. So if I can, up oh, that dude, game, welcome to my world. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, we're known as the gutter rats. Um, so myself and you, Tim, are just you know. Oh no, we'd look. You're like we we look up to people like you. <laughs> wow, we so we yeah. curtsy when you came I'm over here. That's like the key. Yeah. yeah, there'd be music playing and shit. <laughs> Uh, this has been anyway, nothing but poor, oh, sorry, my confidence, this, this whole thing. This has been amazing. Thank you, Jen. <laughs> <laughs> so, Roy, uh, so they're charging him $16.32 because uh, he left, you know, he his uh, uniform was destroyed. And his employer said, you know, running away wasn't uh, in the scope of his employment because once he ran away, he was technically off the, off the clock. So he was no longer employed, so they wasn't going to pay for it. And now the employer did say that the lightning strike, they would take that into consideration uh, because, you know, this is, they were a progressive, you know, employer. <laughs> he had a they, they would consider there. that an act of God. But the fact that he soiled his uniform, and it was a little bit later, there was a little bit of lag time between when the lightning struck and when he soiled his uniform, the employer insisted that he reimburse them for their uniform so 
he fought the decision, uh, and he ultimately lost all of his appeals and had to pay $16.32 for a new park ranger uniform. So, See, I got to agree with that decision. Yeah, it was, yeah. yeah, yeah you got to look at both sides, I, I, I guess. I would agree. I would agree. Obviously, no, it's because, a, a lot better than shooting, as I thought. <laughs> yeah, and it had happened to him enough that he should have seen this bow empty and coming. Yeah, he should have packed you know? that as part of his own equipment. He should have packed <laughs> yeah, diapers with him. He should be wearing diapers. On a, yeah, on yeah. a daily basis, or some diapers. sort of plastic sheeting wrapped around him, <laughs> because he knows it's going to happen. So Roy's let himself down, as well as his co-workers. <laughs> So you think Roy's being a, you think Roy was negligent? He was negligent. That's exactly it, Tim. Negligence, gross misconduct, gross insubordination. Oh, in fact. I'm sure it was gross. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, Roy has to pay for his uniform now. That um, uh, so that was the first official strike because. Remember the um, we're taking this all from the uh, we're taking uh, the uh, we're counting the lightning strikes as part of his world record. He's part of the uh, Guinness Book of World Records, and they will only uh, certify lightning strikes that someone can verify. And so, so when he was struck by lightning in his mother's womb, and then he was struck by lightning as a little boy, they would not count those strikes because there was there was no third independent third party to verify it. So, so uh, this is his, only his second, uh, or his, that was his official first time he was struck by lightning, according to the Book of Records. Then, twenty-seven years later, so he's going through a nice stretch here. Twenty-seven. He years. kept himself clean for a while. Yeah. Uh, 27 years. He, he was living he right. He went 27 years without being struck by lightning. The second official strike came on the late afternoon of July 9, 1969. And this time was kind of odd because this time he was driving on the Sarah Bloom uh, Memorial Parkway when uh, his uh, truck was struck by lightning. There was a terrible thunderstorm. And um, now the metal of a vehicle, the body of the vehicle, normally protects people from being struck by lightning, but not our friend Roy. <laughs> no, what? <laughs> Poor old Roy. <laughs> it struck two, uh, the lightning struck two trees on both sides of the road, and in between was Roy. The, uh, the lightning uh, went from one tree, bounced from one tree into his car as he was driving by, <laughs> or his truck. <laughs> it went through the window. He had the windows rolled down. It hit Roy fucking tree <laughs> and bounced off and hit uh, the uh, second tree on the other side of the road. <laughs> so he's getting attacked. Mother he was Nature in the wrong just place at the wrong time. this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> if it wasn't coming from the sky, it was trees falling on his ass. <laughs> so it struck him. He as he's driving. The lightning strikes him while he's driving. I'm uh, surprised this, coyotes didn't come out and bite him. <laughs> <laughs> now, this lightning, uh, this strike knocked him unconscious. <laughs> and it burned off his eyebrows and eyelashes. <laughs> but wait, okay. it also set his hair on fire. <laughs> How would you like to be out on a highway? <laughs> Let's see, this motherfucker jumping from his truck. <laughs> now he was unconscious. <laughs> 
<laughs> he's there, he's there on fire. <laughs> well, by this time, it would just be smoldering. <laughs> and, you know, you can't get that smell out. No, well, it doesn't That's it worse than soiling yourself. You can get shit smell out of a car, but you cannot get burn up air out of a car. I can confirm yeah. you can get shit smell out of a car. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we had to consult. We got a consultant here. Yeah, he, he knows. Yeah, I can he confirm. Knows, if you use ladies' perfume and bleach-like <laughs> products, it's, it tends to, you know, hide it, conceal it for short periods before you get the real stuff. I had to work with what I had, gents. <laughs> so anyway, he's, so he's un, he's uh, he's locked out in consciousness. Car keeps rolling. It stops a few yards from the cliff's edge. So, you know. He got a break. <laughs> yeah. You know, when the police showed up, they said you was lucky. <laughs> yeah, well, he woke up to find that he had no eyebrows <laughs> and his eyelashes had been singed and his hair had been on fire. He got that put out. And this is no shit. He would later, he would, uh, later on, he would, go, he would make it a habit to carrying a bucket of water with him everywhere he went. <laughs> so, so Roy's got the missing toe and a case of alopecia. Is where it's exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So he looks like a lab rat at this point, and he carries a bucket of water with him. Does Will well, you never out, know. or does he well, just your take hair's going to catch on fire. <laughs> my, my, my brother used to have a saying. That somebody looked like the hair was on fire and the ass was catching. <laughs> That's like my friend who had to, my brother-in-law who had to take the shit. He was moving toward the bathroom like his hair was on fire and his ass was catching. <laughs> Boy, poor Roy. Poor Roy. <laughs> so he had to be. He went, He discovered uh, besides you know getting his eyelashes burned off and his hair on fire and all that. He also discovered once again he had soiled his uniform. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it happens once or twice. I mean, I, I can understand blaming lightning, but at some point you got to take yeah, responsibility. Boy has an issue. Obviously, experience the pain. There's something more to Roy. Um, he's blaming the lightning for his deeper, deeper issues. Well, I agree. Got... There's, there's some more going on here. Exactly. Exactly. I've, I've never yeah, I think he's starting to just blame it on lightning exactly. now. You know what it, I mean? <laughs> You know, everybody shits his pants. He just said, "Oh, I was struck by lightning again." It's Roy. Some people say, "Oh yeah, I guess Roy was struck by lightning again." Well, what Chuck said. Chuck, Chuck said that obviously he, he's sort of electrocuted himself before, and he's never. He's just been sexually aroused rather than obviously yeah. relieving himself. I've yeah, yeah. I've only now, so. in fairness, I've only had like 110 volts pass through me. Okay, so Roy got. Um, <laughs> How many volts is a taser? Do you know? Oh, that's a good question. Um, you know. It's well, it's it's really not the voltage that gets you; it's the ohms. Oh, okay. So the resistance and tasers have very little resistance. Oh, I was, uh, I was just asking because obviously they're, they're not they're not legal in the UK. I was just wondering if you guys would mind doing a little experiment for me on each other. Like just well, I, I can tell you, I wouldn't be involved in that, but as third asshole guy, Chuck has already experienced this. I've already experienced <laughs> something very similar, Ricky. Um, there was a time when I would uh, imbibe of the devil's brew, yeah. and I was at my sister's house, and you know those electric fences? Yep, yep, yep. You know, yeah. where you put the collar fences. on the dog? Yeah. Yep. And it shocks the shit out of him? Yeah. Well, my sister had just insane cocker spaniel. And they had really thick fur, and 
he just he just take the shot and just run out of the yard. Well, then they got they called the company and they said, well, we're going to have to put the stubborn dog collar on him. So he said, okay. So now we're having a July 4th party out there. My brother's like, I wonder what that's like. And I was like, well, it can't be, you know, I bet that's pretty damn powerful. But, it, you know, I don't know. And my brother says to me, and my brother was kind of a cruel man. And he said, I, I bet you won't put it on. I was like, you know, I, I think I might have been three or four beers into this day now. And I said, you bet your ass I will put that on. So I put it on, I strap it around my thigh. It's July, so I got shorts on. Nice. And I walk out to uh, where the fence, you know, the the line is. And uh, it doesn't give you a small warning, Joel. (laughs) Not a slight correction. It doesn't give you a slight warning or a notification. I didn't think it would, Chuck. I'm surprised. No, it doesn't. Did. It once it picks up the signal, <laughs> it tries to cook you. <laughs> and uh it hit me and literally crippled me. My leg went into some kind of crazy Caesar. spasm. <laughs> yes. And I'm screaming for my brother because he's only about five feet away. Like, drag me away from this fucking line. And my brother's laughing his ass off at me. And he's like, I'm not touching you. I'll get shocked, too. And I was like, come on. So I'm doing this army crawl. You know how they... World War One, they was climbing under, crawling yeah, yeah, yeah. under the barbed wire ship. You're in the trenches. I've, I've I'm in, yeah, and I'm crawling up the yard. You know, I, it was uphill, so that made it harder. And uh, but my leg the whole time is just shaking. It's just, <laughs> and uh, I had to get about. And this is what I didn't get. It hit me in a certain spot when I got there, but once it went off, it made me get like 15 feet back away. For the thing to quit shocking me. Wow. And it's got these little metal prongs on. And when I took it off, I had burn marks where the prongs were. Wow. So That's fucked up, man. So, so. My brother used to be able to get me to do crazy shit. That, it, it seems like a party I would love to be invited to. That was that, that <laughs> <been> amazing. <laughs> Did you it's like yourself, an amazing Chuck? experience. I, that, I that did not saw myself, but... And and I'll, I'll tell you another. Now the following year, I did not go to my sister's house. I went to my <clears throat> wife's friend's house. You probably wasn't welcome back. <laughs> who these these are people that live in a uh, they're they're very socially upward. You know they're very they they, had, they, had money. they they like to believe they're you know I'm better with. than us. Yeah, yeah, I understand. <laughs> very so polite way of dealing with it as well, Chuck. I'm impressed. <laughs> What's that? A very polite way of you dealing with that situation as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah so like that. I'm sitting there in, in in a beach chair, and these guys are playing horseshoes. And a guy throws a horseshoe, and you know if you've ever I don't know if you play horseshoes over that much, but no, no, we don't. But I take it you you put a stake in the ground and you throw a horseshoe to try and get the horseshoes. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. But sometimes they'll hit the ground at a weird angle and they'll just roll end over end over end. Yeah. And uh, this one came about 15 feet past the thing back to where I was sitting. Now, in what can only still be referred to as an amazing feat of hand-eye coordination, I snatched this horseshoe, jammed it on my throat, <laughs> flipped back in my chair and said, oh, my God, help me, help me. You just had, you just thought that was funny, didn't you? It, well, see, you got to remember, I don't know anybody at this party. Now, my wife knows people at this party, but I don't know anybody at this party. And I'm kind of, 
I'm kind of bored and I'm trying to amuse myself. So I jam this thing on my neck, flip over on my chair, and I'm like, oh, my God, help me. It's, you know. So my wife does not, she's not amused by this. So then, you know, the guys all laugh and everything, and they're like, hey, we need to horseshoe back. But the problem was they got those little prongs on in. <laughs> yeah. I got it on. I could not get the horseshoe off my neck. <laughs> so about 20 minutes later, in a bunch of dish soap and suntan lotion and my wife peeling and cussing at me and calling me an idiot, they finally got the horseshoe off my neck. Did it's not get invited back to their horse next that? year either, so. Just had to have the attention there. <laughs> I just You've got thought more it was attention funny. Than desired as well. It's something ridiculous. I mean, I thought it was. That's a great thing to do. Yeah, I mean, how many people? How many people can just snatch a horseshoe out of the air and jam it on the neck and flip out of their chair? It was. It was. There's a reason why people don't do that, Chuck. Yeah, but it, it's <laughs> well. like you think, like you know, Neo out of the Matrix, the way you were describing it, like all in one was, motion. Yeah, it was much like that. And I'm left-handed. I did this all with my right hand. Wow, so, I, yeah. I do respect that. I'm a left-hander as well. And yeah, yes, yeah, so you can operating. understand my difficulty. Exactly. <laughs> all right, so Roy. Um, Gets hit by lightning again. Uh, this time, his employer, though, they cut him a break. They don't require him to pay for his uniform. <laughs> yeah, they kind of just, you know, ate that cost. Cost of doing business when you employ Roy. Because at that point, they have some ownership there. If they keep him, get this guy employed, you know, they have some uh, responsibility. Uh, he spent the night in the hospital. He was released with only minor injuries. The third strike happened a year later. Um... This time, Roy was off-duty. He was tending to his garden at home when he noticed the sky was starting to darken. And, you know, that's a, you know, when you see that, you're Roy. And that's there ominous. You see, you see a fucking cloud. See, again, this you is stop not whatever you're doing. This is not premonition. Yeah. This is just common sense. Exactly. Exactly. It's I'm, not a matter of if. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just a matter of when. <laughs> So he decided the prudent thing to do was to discontinue his yard work and um, for the day and to go inside. He was collecting his tools, Colonel. Again, something you might want to put off to a little bit later. Yeah, but he was collecting. Well, he's asking yeah. for trouble continually throughout his life. Really, <laughs> he was neat, him, really. Like, if you couldn't say anything else about him, he, you know, he was. He uh, he liked to have everything in its proper place. He was collecting his tools when lightning hit a tran- uh, nearby transformer transformer and the lightning jumped from the transformer over to Roy's shoulder. <laughs> this shit was going to find him no matter where he was. <laughs> the spark sent uh, Roy into a seizure. Uh, he shook for 90 seconds, <laughs> standing up. <laughs> you like to see it. It's like one of those cartoons where you see the skeleton, you know, yeah. as they're shocked. So for 90 whole seconds, that's a long time, man, to be struck by lightning. You know you're going to be sore the next day. (laughs) 90 seconds, he's standing there shaking in a seizure. Um, Besides leaving a painful burn mark on his shoulder, the lightning once again caused Roy to soil himself. It was a new dance. It was called the electric shitter, Timmy. (laughs) (laughs) They had the electric slide, but Roy invented the electric shitter. (laughs) 
So uh, Roy was sent to the local hospital for uh, to be treated for third degree burns, and he was he rele- was released after a couple of days. The rest of his life, Roy's uh, right shoulder would involuntarily twitch whenever there was a thunderstorm. I would imagine his <laughs> anus did too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, doctors who treated him said they could not find any physical reason why his arm would twitch. And they concluded that it might be psychological. <laughs> really? <laughs> they're fucking, they're fucking very insightful. But this motherfucker never had depression one time. <laughs> yeah. Never had the depression because he got enough jolts. It's yeah. like when they hook those prongs to your temples. That's thing when we get to He does get depressed later on. You think it Because he ain't been shocked enough. Yeah, you think the shock, I mean, it should work like shock treatment. Yeah. Right? yeah. You need to get shocked again. One year later... Roy was working at a ranger station in the Shenandoah National Park in Virginia when another uh, thunderstorm came along. A gentle rain fell on April 16, 1972, uh, when Roy was in a small guardhouse atop Loft Mountain. He was registering uh, new visitors uh, who were arriving at the campground. Uh, And then all of a sudden, boom, (laughs) lightning annihilated a fuse box inside the guardhouse. The fire was bouncing around the inside the station. Uh, and Roy's, uh, you know, his ears were ringing because he's in this condensed area where this lightning is bouncing around. And the lightning bounced onto Roy. Of course uh, he, he, could, he could smell something sizzling. It turned out it, his hair was on fire. <laughs> now, Roy was thinking quickly. He stuck his head in the sink, <laughs> but he could not get under the spigot, you know, completely. So he, <laughs> he couldn't get under it completely to douse the fire that was in his hair. And you know, I can't imagine he had much hair left at this point, but he used wet, thinking, smart, thinking quickly, he used wet paper towels to extinguish his hair. And he was, drove, uh, he was driven to the uh, Waynesboro Community Hospital. My guess is he... But this time he didn't soil himself. He didn't on this time. <laughs> He's getting better at this. He, uh, he so they treated him, and uh, he Roy's starting being philosophical now. He said he tried <laughs> to lead a good life, but for some reason God seemed hell bent on barbecuing. <laughs> you know, Roy wasn't living a good life. I don't believe that. But this was a, a major event because a local. Um, a uh, journalist got a uh, reporter got wind of this story and um uh, and at this point he was Roy had been struck four times and uh, he the uh, he wrote up an article and it was sent to the attention of Royce uh Ross and Norris McWhorter uh they were the uh twins in the UK who established the Guinness Book of Guinness Book of World Records uh when the 1972 edition went to press uh Roy was uh, in the book as the only man uh, to be struck by lightning four times. So Roy was now a celebrity, Colonel, much like yourself. <laughs> Not for soiling myself with <laughs> my hair being on fire. But, you know, Ricky, fame was not what all it's cracked up to be. Uh, friends and family, fearing that Roy was some sort of human lightning rod, <laughs> avoided being near him outdoors. 
When, when his church held their annual picnic, attendance was down 80%. <laughs> That's not an official stat, surely. <laughs> Poor Roy. That's a ballpark. <laughs> Roy was basically a pariah. <laughs> Even his church was turned. You know, that's why he wasn't living a good life. When the church turns their back exactly. on you. Exactly. When it's the godly like... people remove themselves from you, you know you'll be in trouble. <laughs> they love everyone yeah. apart from Roy. <laughs> Even his wife, Wilma, thought perhaps <laughs> bo- uh, thought perhaps her husband was attracting the wrath of God. So they're they're starting to roar, yeah they're starting to. Uh, so it had nothing at... to do with the fact he had a toe missing. He has no hair. Um, <laughs> no, I guess it, that, that, all uh, an aha moment. Just it, you know, it took him a while to get there. <laughs> <Yeah>. but, <laughs> on April third, nineteen seventy three. Now, now this will piss your wife off, Carl. <laughs> Roy was helping his wife taking clothes off the line in her backyard when lightning hit Wilma, <laughs> burning a hole in her smock and causing a slight burn to her left thigh. <laughs> now, Roy, now, even though she didn't really express it, Roy always felt that she blamed him. You know when they won't just come out and say it, Ricky? <laughs> yeah. But you know they blame you for it. <laughs> What's wrong, honey? Oh, nothing. <laughs> nothing. My thigh's fine. <laughs> Just stay over there. <laughs> soon, Roy. Uh, soon, Roy started to avoid being around other people when he went outside. Well, that's what he he said. He avoided other people, but they was yeah. running it was the other mutual. way when they see it was him mutual, coming. Yeah. yeah. Uh, at work, he insisted on working alone at the park and took up duties that didn't require much interaction with park visitors. Uh, Roy st- uh, stopped attending the annual church picnic, and attendance returned to normal. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? The, the food's never good at the church picnic anyway. Man, I can't not. I can't eat potluck. Uh, over here, we have what co- what's called potluck, Ricky, and it's where people, yeah, like at work, people bring in their own dishes and stuff. Okay. But, man, I, I, I can't eat that stuff, man. I don't eat stuff from other people's houses either. So you, the know. UK, you get nothing like that. It doesn't happen in the UK. We, we wouldn't See, trust something like that. See, you're fucking yeah. civilized. That's what it, I'm saying. It, it, it what... wouldn't be health and safety. I, I don't know how they keep that home. So, oh, exactly. Remember when I go back to that part, and, and you know, don't get me wrong, I love my country, but remember that part where I said we're not always the smartest people. <laughs> we're not the thinnest people either. <laughs> not the, I, you know, I noticed that when we went to Canada. Oh man, uh, now we it, travel. Uh, my experience in Canada was much like yours in America, Ricky. Yeah, I, I went to Toronto. Okay. Um, and, uh, I mean, the people there, I, I, and, you know, for any of our Toronto listeners, and I know Christy Lee is one, um, people in Toronto are just assholes. I mean, just you to could, you, maybe you're the asshole. No. If, if everyone you run into is an asshole, <laughs> it's you no, that's the problem. No, you know what? Because I'm walking down the street and I got Renee with me. People look you dead in the eye. Now, here people look at you and you say, hello, how you doing? People respond in kind. It's just because you were in a big city. People just, when you would say hello to them, they'd look at you and then just look away. I mean, you could be on a deserted street in a residential neighborhood. Person walking their dog, you say, oh, that's a cute dog. How you doing? They just completely ignore you. Then I, I ran into a couple. To either. Uh, the dog seemed to like me, all right. Um, but... <laughs> So I finally ran into this couple that's there was was an American couple that moved to Canada and they and they gave me the same story. They said, "Honey, you're not in Canada, you're in Toronto." 
which is not like Canada. It's, it's like saying New York is part yeah. is America. You know, and people in yeah. New York and my boys live in Chicago, and I can tell you the people up there are very tense too. Uh, but yeah, it's a big city. That's the thing. I'm not sure where I got where I was headed with that. Yeah, no, was I, I, I don't somewhere? know either. Uh, okay, but, but anyway, uh, that was a pointless story. So anyway, um, Roy, um, you know, he stopped going to the church picnic. Uh, and he soon stopped attending church altogether. He said he seemed to make people, his quote here, right nervous, Colonel. Well, yeah. Even, it seemed even to Roy himself, he started to see himself as being cursed. Um, he was worried that he was going to be struck by lightning again, and at some point it was going to kill him. Hold For, on, hold on. In here it says, although he was never a fearful man, this some bitch used to hide in the closet. <laughs> well, yeah, as a child, but not well, as a man. Well, still fearful. Yeah. So for months, wherever he was caught in a storm driving his truck, he would pull over and lay down <laughs> in the front seat until the storm passed. That's, he, like, that's like a dog that's been abused. You yeah. Know? You can never get him back right again. <laughs> that's, a good, that, that's a good one, Chuck, like that. Like a dog that's been abused. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, he's asking. He's got some questions for God. When he gets <laughs> yeah, up there. yeah. No, I don't think he's getting <laughs> up there. I think Roy was doing some kinky shit somewhere up in those mountains with whatever. With a bear, and, or something. and God was not pleased with it. <laughs> All right. So he began to believe that somehow lightning would find him, even if he stood in a crowd of people. So he started, like I said, carrying a, a can of water with him in case his hair started to catch on fire. Why are you carrying that water for? Uh, in case my hair catches on fire. Yeah. Well, I shit myself. <laughs> uh, so almost a year passed uh, before Roy was struck by lightning again, and again sitting in his truck on August 7, 1973. A bolt of lightning ripped through his hat <laughs> and hit him on the head, setting his hair on fire again. again. How'd you like to be this motherfucker's barber? Shot, the shock threw him out of his truck and knocked off his left shoe. Now, this time, he was prepared. <laughs> he had his can of water with him, so he, he put his hair out. How did he hold on to the can of water? <laughs> I don't know. He's laying <laughs> he's, so he's laying in the street, getting knocked out of his truck, crawls back got over his, to uh, the truck. His left, his, his left shoe was knocked off. Oh, well. Um, you know, that's what you ever go down the street and see one shoe and wonder... Yeah, How'd what happened happen? to the other one? Just where did it come from? Well, anyway, this his ranger's hat had a six-inch hole burned into the top of it. And you, um, we'll post pictures of this. It's it's from the more famous pictures of Roy holding his hat with a hole in it. Um, once again, Roy soil, uh, soiled himself. Um, his supervisor actually witnessed the st uh, strike and was offering to take Roy to the hospital, but he refused. Saying that simply there was nothing the doctors could do for him. So, so at this point, he's like, fuck it. I'm not going to the doctors. Fuck my, I, I've already met my copay. Yes. Fuck it. He's self-medicating now, Roy. He's self-medicating. He's got exactly. to that stage where he, he knows his condition well, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter exactly. that all those volts are being through him. He's the most experienced man in the whole of the world. And there's nothing no expert could tell him. Exactly. I mean, he, the is the expert. Tell him he is the expert. He can tell the doctors exactly. You know, exactly. He could write a novel on you know relieving <laughs> yourself and the pain and the struggle he's gone through. 
and the bowel movements that he's going <laughs> Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. So, I think um, that's the worst part of this. I could have my hair catch on fire. Yeah. But, man, that gets all cleaned up after yourself. <laughs> I, I just would not want to deal with that. So, um, anyway, um, he became, Roy became more and more withdrawn. Uh, it, it, it was a clear, uh, he, he, there was a stigma attached to him now as being the human lightning rod. <laughs> Kids in the park took to calling him, and this is where I get this spark ranger. <laughs> Uh, he would laugh about it, but inside, it, you know, he was hurting. Now, his wife began to grow distant from <laughs> <Yeah>. him. <laughs> it was hard to tell, for Roy to tell, if it was from the lightning strikes or the stigma attached to them. But Wilma wanted a change. Uh, she avoided going out in public with Roy. And, uh, yeah. Now, now, August- he, now, come on, though. Now, Ricky, if this was one of your friends, and, and you go out a lot, so you always got, I know you got this friend. So you, Ricky, you got one of those. You got a bunch of friends. You guys go out, you know, clubs, whatever. Yeah. There's always that guy, and I, I worked at a bar too. I was a doorman at a bar for a long time. Um, and you know, there's always that guy who's gonna start some shit with somebody. Yeah. Always. That that with was that, Ivan Drago. Two yesterday. beers in, and he's the guy that can't whip anybody's ass. Correct. But but he's gonna start the shit. He's what I call. Uh, the guy that loads the gun and never fires it. (laughs) (laughs) And you end up, you know, sometimes taking a beating for this kind of fool. Correct. And uh, Roy was basically that guy. Yeah. If you walked down the street with him, you would just ask him for it. Yeah. Yeah, So he's, um, he's, now he's withdrawn. He's avoiding going out in public. His wife won't go anywhere with him, you know. So, uh, Roy has been withdrawn. On August 7, 1973, he was on patrol in the park when he saw a storm cloud <laughs> forming. Now, at this point, Roy, you know, he, he puts his fa- he, he pushes down on the gas pedal and decides, let's, let's get out of here. But the cloud, he said, seemed to be following him. <laughs> he thought he had outran it and decided that it was safe for him to leave the truck. But as soon as he did, Roy was struck by lightning. <laughs> the fuck he now, this one was interesting because he stated he actually saw the bolt that hit him this time. Before he had just been, it was out of the blue. This time he actually saw it. Uh, it set his hair on fire. Again. Why did this motherfucker just shave his head? <laughs> it moved down his left arm and left leg and knocked off his shoe. It then crossed over to his right leg and hit him below the, the knee. Now, still conscious, Roy crawled to, uh, to his truck, poured the can of water that he had always kept with him over his head. <laughs> Which at the time was on fire. Did he have hair when you saw him? When you met him? Did he have hair? When you... I do, I do not recall seeing some all fizzly burned up ends. I, I, seemed to me he had a baseball cap on. <laughs> yeah, he probably keep that shit covered up. Which I imagine. He, why didn't he wear a rubber uh, baseball hat? I don't know. He had because he had his have his ranger hat on. He's going right I'd through that man. Special that, equipment. Yeah. This motherfucker should have had an asbestos uniform. Yeah. Should have had a lightning kit. The full scuba diving wear. That wouldn't be attractive, <laughs> yeah. would it? Uh, yeah. 
Now, this incident was by far the most serious one, and this one actually almost cost him his life. He spent several weeks in the hospital recovering from his injuries. Now, he got a little break. The next, the next strike did not occur until almost three years later. On June 5, 1976, a lightning, lightning struck Roy's ankle. He reported to be seeing a cloud. Like I said, same deal. He sees a cloud. He tries to get away. Uh, he's struck by lightning and once again has an involuntary bowel movement. Now, this is, not, <laughs> this is like all in fucking, now he's not even reporting the shit. You know yeah. what I mean? It was yeah. like, fuck, it's another day. Um, now, that is the time I met him. I met him before his last official right. strike. Now, it was just a year later on Saturday morning, June 25th, 1977, uh, when Roy decided to go fishing at a local freshwater pool. Uh, it was a clear day, but guess what happens? Lightning hit him on the top of his head and, and set his hair on fire. It traveled down uh, down his arm and chest, burned his chest and his stomach. Roy turned uh, to his car oh, God, when something unexpected occurred. Now, he's fishing, right? He has his fish. A bear approached the pond and tried to steal the trout that he had on his fishing line. Roy, uh, being concerned about his fish for some apparent reason, had the strength and courage to strike the bear with a tree branch. This motherfucker ain't afraid of nothing. No well, more. I mean, once lightning's hit you seven times, what do you got to lose? God's tried to kill you your whole life. He ain't worried about no bear. <laughs> Shit. Roy was taken to the hospital where he was treated for severe burns to his head and chest. Now, all seven of these strikes were documented by the superintendent of the Shenandoah National Park, Roy Taylor Hoskins. And the book, the Book of World Records, uh, as I said before, they wouldn't count some of the other ones because they weren't uh, independently verified. But these seven were by uh, this uh, uh, head of this park. Taylor Hoskins. Um, the official record uh, then now is at seven. So when asked by a reporter if he feared uh, being, to be, of being struck by lightning for an eighth time, Roy shook his head and said, no, the next time it will kill me. So he had already. Now, just an interesting fact, Colonel, the odds of being struck by lightning for a person who lives to be 80 years old is roughly one in uh, 100,000. Mm-hmm. The odds of being like those odds. The odds of being hit by lightning seven times in your lifetime is two thousand one hundred and eighty-seven, followed by twenty-one zeros. That's an awful lot of zeros. Yeah, yeah, but but the, here's the thing: I'm doing the research on this, Ricky. Yeah. And and I'm looking at this, and it's saying how rare this occurs. They always they always um, qualify it with Roy though, because he worked outside a lot. Yeah. 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 So, so let's just cut the odds in half. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So hundred two thousand one hundred eighty-seven followed by twenty-one zeros. But these motherfuckers are, you know, they're they're qualifying. They're putting an asterisk by it. Well, he because he worked out, outside. He was a lot. outside. But if he worked in a bowling though, alley. That would have been amazing. <laughs> this son of a bitch worked in the mountains where he would climb on the highest tower in the mountain. Yeah. So although he, when he was a kid, I mean, there's something wrong. He got struck in the goddamn womb. You know, I mean, uh, I'm surprised she didn't get birth to him right that minute. I don't want to get that some bitch out of me. I was like, you know, take him, get him out of here. I'm gonna start pushing. 
Because, you know, she has six kids by then. She was barely holding him in right then. He's about ready to fall out any given moment. Uh, under under three between 1959 and the year 2000 is when Roy was around. Uh, less than 300 people were struck by lightning in Virginia, and he's been struck seven times. Okay, so oh, it's a sad tale because things doesn't you know Roy things is never easy. Six years pass, and fortunately Roy avoided another strike. But alas, all was not well in his life. Wilma, his wife of 31 years, left him. Uh, she got a divorce finally, and he was heartbroken. And then you know what happens, uh, Ricky? He, he took to drink. He tried to drown his, his sorrows. <laughs> he made several attempts to win back Wilma, his true one true love. Ricky's but, looking at... Ricky's thinking, what's the, what, I don't see the issue. Yeah, there's definitely <laughs> no issue with the drink. Like, <laughs> yeah. if, if, if you drink every day... Um, <laughs> Three to four bottles, uh, of, I would say that was normal. Um, <laughs> yeah. Any doctor that tells me otherwise is a liar, just like the one <laughs> yeah. that told Roy uh, that Roy's mother, that the lightning wouldn't strike her son uh, more than once. <laughs> yeah, you got to question their uh, their expertise. If they, if Correct, they, if, if yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Roy, he's trying to win back his love, uh, but Wilma, you know, she's moved on. Uh, she's apparently met someone else, and she's, you know, someone probably who wasn't being struck by lightning. <laughs> yeah, someone normal. Yeah. Someone exactly. normal someone, that had all of someone, his limbs and looked half decent. And wasn't covered in his own feces half <laughs> yeah, the time. that's correct, yeah. And burns. It's an interesting <laughs> thing. <laughs> that's, I'll tell you what, that's the worst thing, man, because that, that burned hair. You, it, you just never get rid of the smell. You can never get rid of that smell. Well, you know, you, you might be able to, to get rid of the uh, soiled underwear, but it's not still, the burned it's hair. Still, it's going to linger. Anyway. The burned hair stuck to your head. But because uh, I used to smoke and I used to have a gas oven uh-huh. and I would light cigarettes on there and sometimes the flame would come out well, too that's hard. That's fucking stupid. <laughs> that's so stupid. <laughs> well, if you ain't got a lighter, shit, you know, what are you going to do? You know, one time I had uh, I just moved in my house. I was young, just got married. And um, we had a um, we ha- we had a leak. My 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 ex-wife, Ricky, was, is, we had a sink and and the. And the faucet, there was a little leak. She was trying to fix it. And I stopped her. I said, no, 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 no. Don't try to fix this. One thing we never try to fix on our own is anything to do with plumbing and anything to do with electricity. So I said, you know, we'll call a plumber. We'll get, you know, someone knows what they're doing. So, you know, as I'm telling her this, Ricky, I'm fidgeting trying to tighten the uh, washer on the the sink, on on the faucet. This motherfucking water comes spouting out of, <laughs> like a fucking gauge. Comes up, it's like, I mean, it's like Old Faithful. The fucking water's hitting the ceiling. I'm drenched. Now, now this is how stupid I fucking was. My first reaction was to put my finger in it. <laughs> which, 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 by the way, doesn't work. No, no, I could have told you that. You needed your consultant that particular day. I would have so told you I'm, that. So I'm drenched. There's water everywhere. And I'm, you know, I'm freaking out, 
I don't know where you know the 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 water place is where I turn off the you know turn off the water shut off valve yeah the shut off valve I don't know where it is. I've just moved in this place so I'm fucking calling my brother I'm calling you know I'm calling everybody I know trying to and he said well you just shut off you go to shut off valve I'm like oh the fuck I don't know where that is <laughs> now this time water is like fucking all over the place <laughs> well finally my brother said well first thing go turn all all the faucets on in your house and that way it'll decrease the decrease the pressure the pressure yeah. so I did that got that under control but anyway it took us a long time to figure out uh where it was so i call this plumber it's on a sunday before a monday holiday so there's just like no there's no you can't get a hold of anyone and we're i'm telling him the problem and my brother my brother's with me by this point he came over and he's trying to he thinks he's found the valve <laughs> so he's he's turning and, and i'm describing he's describing the valve to this plumber i got mm-hmm. on the phone and he says, wait a minute, that sounds like the gas line. Don't <laughs> don't touch that. <clears throat> so so anyway, so we get it turned off. I finally get a plumber to come to my house. Motherfucker, now he was working off. The, he said, I'll come over, but I need to be paid in cash. Oh, yeah. So do. he he was doing this as a side thing. So I knew he was going to screw yeah. me, right? He comes over. He works for like five minutes, charges me like $480. And I told the guy, I said, I know you're screwing me. And he gives me his number. He says, now, if something happens, call me directly. Don't call the company, mm-hmm. and I'll come back if there's a problem. And I told the guy, I know you're screwing me, but, you know, what the fuck? I have to have water in my house. So then he's, he's getting ready to leave, and he said, oh, I turned your uh, hot water heater off. You want me to turn that back on? Now, that's after I already paid him $480. <laughs> fuck, yeah, I want you to turn it back. I want you to turn it back. So I'm down in the basement, and he's turning on the uh, – uh, he's getting ready to light my hot water heater. And he turns the gas on, but he wakes too too late to light the match. Mm-hmm. And this big ball of flame just shoots <laughs> him in the face, singes his eyebrows and shit. Now, I'm fucking laughing because I'm thinking, that serves you right, motherfucker. He didn't get hurt. <laughs> I mean, he didn't get seriously hurt or anything. But, I, it's Jesus Christ. We had that, to, we was, I was redoing plumbing in my house one time, Timmy, and I couldn't get a, uh, the drain that goes underneath your bathtub. So one of us is up trying to loosen it on the first floor, and the other one's below on the second floor. I'm with my brother, who, again, uh, things always seem to go awry when I was with my brother. So we decide what we're going to do is take a torch and at least, you know, heat this up. The damn pipe comes off before set feet of it comes off. It hits the ground, breaks my gas line. <laughs> and my brother said, y- your gas line just broke. And I was, he's like, where's your shut-off valve? I was like, fuck, I don't know where the shut-off valve for the <laughs> gas is. That's what I'm talking about. And, People, they don't uh, tell you that shit. He's like, well, shit, we got to find the shut-off valve. And I was like, well, should you not put out the torch? <laughs> that, that seems like the prudent thing to do right now is put out the right, torch. Right. So he did put out the torch. It does matter what order you do things. <laughs> it does. It took us like five minutes to find the shut-off valve. They had to evacuate. The fire department came and had to evacuate like six houses around me because so much gas had built up in my house. That's how the fucking uh, houses blow up. Yeah. Doing shit like that. Yeah. So okay. I- so back to Roy. It's a sad ending, I'm afraid. He doesn't get struck. Six years pass. He's not hit by lightning, but he's you know he's heartbroken that his wife left him. He starts to drink. And on September 28, 1983... Uh, Roy Sullivan stopped tempting the fates. He took a gun, uh, uh, shotgun to his head, pulled the trigger, <laughs> oh, fuck. and killed himself. Yeah. All that shit, and he did that? 
uh, heart I broke it. This is see how you like this uh, this writing, Colonel. This, this is like Shakespeare. Okay. A broken heart and a bullet accomplish what at least seven lightning strikes oh, could not. Oh, sweet Jesus! That was prose. Thank. That you. was like Thoreau, Timmy. Thank, thank you, Colonel. I don't know. I don't know. I read anything. I, that damn near brought a tear to my eye, Timmy. <laughs> Roy Lee, uh, Roy Cleveland Sullivan was seventy-one years old when he died. <laughs> Fifty shotgun blast <laughs> caught his hair on fire. <laughs> I, I don't know, but I wonder if like uh, like I wonder if he actually got a tombstone, <laughs> or has or is that lightning rod near his grave or something? Yeah. That's pretty. I wonder if up. he's still getting struck. I don't know, man. <laughs> so that's uh, with, uh, Colonel. What's your final thoughts on Roy Cleveland Solomon, the human lightning rod? I, you know, I got I, I met the guy. He seemed like a nice guy. Yeah. I you know, and it did not occur to me that. Fuck, I'm taking my, you know, I'm tempting fate. I might as well just go up and grab the balls of a grizzly bear down in the Smoky Mountains if I'm going to stand next to this son of a bitch. But uh, he seemed like a nice guy. You know, yeah. he, he, I was young. He was telling me stories. He didn't oh, seem he to take it off. The, the thing that. I bet people, he bought him a lot of beers when he was out just to hear about <laughs> The takeaway that I got, the thing that seemed to impress him the most out of all the things that happened, that, you know, is uh-huh. not in that story, is how. Uh, he he did urinate and defecate on himself and he didn't mind telling people about that uh he would tell you about it you know very matter of fact but his biggest problem was the time that his his zipper got welded shut and he could not get his pants off he had to he had to cut his pants off of him so that's uh ricky what's your uh, final thoughts on roy sullivan the human lightning rod I wouldn't want to be Roy, like in any shape or form. That's, that's what I picked up from it, really. It's just being Roy would be fucking awful. Um, I think he, he let a lot of people down in his life, especially his co-workers, which obviously preyed heavily on his mind um, because obviously he deserted a few occasions. Um, back then, it wasn't fashionable like it is now to um, shit yourself. So Roy didn't have the audience. Yeah, you know, he, he was a man before his does, time. You know, so, that's it. Go on. No, I just I I think this might be a cultural thing because it the shitting yourself hasn't really caught over on over here in the states. No, it hasn't it's over not, in the it's UK. Not the nation. It hasn't in the UK either. I'm literally a campaigner for this. Um, yeah, you know, I don't really get involved with politics. You will be the you will be the face of uh, involuntary bowel movements. Correct. You, you start them. Correct. I hope so, and and I'm sure the posters will be amazing. Um, <laughs> Um, but yeah, Roy lived the sorry life. Um, the whole the whole story just brought a tear to my eye uh, for giggling, not 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 for pain for Roy. Uh, Wilma made me laugh. I've not seen a picture of Roy the whole the time that we've been talking. I, I, I'm literally itching to Google what Roy looks like because the googling. Yeah, that's it. I've, 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 you know one of the horror movies, um, The Hills of Eyes? That's what I believe that obviously Roy would look like, one of those sort of creatures. Um, but that's it. That's the final thoughts, really, on, on my side of things. It, it, he was a bit can, of a loser. Ricky, we, we really appreciate you joining us. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, where can uh, people find Squirm at? So if you follow us at uh, Squirm at Podcast uh, on Instagram, 
and also on Twitter. Um, we need to get people need to get behind us on more on Instagram. Um, if you go into iTunes uh, account, it's under Squirm Podcast. Um, if you, if you like, obviously what you've heard today, then um, give us, and you're bored, uh, click on it, and uh, I'm sure it will give you a few minutes of laughter. Um, they're only a couple yeah, of minutes. Yeah, it is long. really hilarious. Uh, if you if you even like a, a part of our podcast, you'll love Squirm because it's it'll keep you laughing the whole the whole time. Yeah, I when I listened to um, <clears throat> Chit Presence, the, that was the first episode I listened to. And I'm sitting on my deck laughing so damn hard. My wife is like, what is wrong with you? And and my wife doesn't listen to podcasts, and she's not impressed by anything. and Except Ben's voice. You know, that's... Oh, little... I, well, what, you know, obviously he's my brother-in-law, so I, I get to sniff his hair, so you should be jealous. <laughs> that's Ben from They Walk Among Us, one of the best podcasts. Yeah, Ben from They Walk Among Us. Uh, that's got to be that's got to be brutal, being Ben's brother-in-law. Um, <laughs> because yeah, is, you're man. never... You're never going to measure up. It's incredible man crush. It's it's definitely uh, Brad Pitt, um, and I'm just really ugly. Um, So (laughs) staring at him. Oh, and and you shit yourself. His presence (laughs) builds me up. No, no. I've seen you picture. You're a rather handsome man, there, Ricky. But. uh, but um, you can't soil yourself, Ricky. You got to get away from <laughs> yeah, 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 that. Yeah, get some. Uh, I, I myself, it, my own particular sin is eternity aqua. Um, I find that that's a little bit better than feces for attracting <laughs> the women. Um, yeah, some women are into that though. So you yeah, no, 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 no. Whoa, 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 Tim, Tim, <laughs> Tim, Tim. We're, we're, uh, I'm just I'm, saying, there's, I'm a, you know, there's some the love for everyone. Of, uh, of water saying. sports in a sexual format. I do it for, <laughs> I do it for laughs and jokes. I got, it, there's I no sexual you. arousal in, in this okay, at okay. all because because I know there are a few women that that, that do enjoy that, and and one is is really hearing from them all over the internet. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. You're gonna be popular now. You're gonna get yeah, some exactly. new members yeah. on that group. I'm gonna have to but, remove uh, myself from social media thanks to that. Yes. <laughs> Thank you very much. But I, uh, but please leave. Uh, please check out Squirm and uh, uh, subscribe to it on iTunes and leave leave a review on it. I'd definitely leave Ricky a review. I actually, Squirm. I am proud to say this. I I left the very first review on Squirm. Yeah, it's um, but I'm listening to it and I'm just dying on my deck. And my wife, who's never impressed except, like I said, for Ben's voice, right. um, she's like, "What are you?" And I was like, "Renee, you got to listen to this. You got to." So I unplug my headphones, put my phone down, and my wife, who is a dour, wretched, wretched woman, was just hysterical. She just laughed her ass off. Oh, so if it can so make fun. Renee laugh. It can make anybody laugh. Yeah, it's my go-to podcast yeah. for laughs. If I need to laugh, I don't. I don't so. turn into this show for that. <laughs> I don't turn to our show. No, my, our show makes me sad. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ricky, we certainly appreciate you joining us today. It's a lot of fun, and we'd love to have you back again anytime you want. Brilliant, gentlemen. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, like I said, if you ever want expertise on any sort of poo-related incidents, you know, you um, are you just are at the end of the go-to line. man for poo. Yeah, go-to well, man for poo. I like that title. If you could get me a badge and send that out to me, I'd be greatly appreciated. Well, and I got a feeling that you got some expertise in um, surviving and getting around and living your life 
in a state of blackout drunkness. That's correct. That's correct. So I did put my trainers on this morning and fall into the wall. So there is a telltale <laughs> sign there. Um, you know, there was someone else present in the room because we were going for breakfast together. Uh, but he couldn't have anything to say because he's the one that was trying to fish hook his food out of his mouth. <laughs> Yeah, you're not on higher moral ground when that happens. It's hard to make that argument that you've better than. Who's gone to the next level? And he was certainly (laughs) worse last night. Oh, God, that's hilarious. I could do this all day. Thank you, Ricky. We appreciate Ricky, it. Ricky, we do appreciate it. It was great doing this podcast with you. We greatly appreciate you Please, coming Please, everyone, on with check us. out Squirm. Uh, subscribe to him on iTunes and leave him a review. Uh, we're not going to do our regular uh, Patreon shout-outs today because this is a, sort of a special episode. But, but we want to say all our Patreon supporters, thank you very much. We love you. And if you did turn in, as we said, to this episode for true crime or whatever, Obviously, you're not going to find that on our show. So um, they walk among us. They walk among us. The best podcast out there. Check them out. Uh, they're they're amazing, and we appreciate all this, their support in helping us uh, promote our podcast. So um, thank you, everyone, and we'll see you again next time on History Dweebs. Bye, everyone. Good day. Say goodbye, Ricky. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> bye, bye. <laughs> 